0: What's up, everybody? Welcome. Wow. I can't even believe I'm saying this. The MCU reviewed. We've made it to what we're calling the Super Bowl of MCU movies. We are here talking about Avengers Endgame. Thanks to everyone tuning in live at twitch.tv slash the Geekiverse. By the way, thanks to everyone tuning in, we've made Twitch affiliate status. It's a small victory, but it's one that really goes a long way for us. So thank you to everyone who has jumped on the bandwagon for us. We really appreciate you. I'm Josiah Leroy. I am inevitable again. Talking about Avengers Endgame, baby. Oh my gosh. Just a long time coming. The culmination, the 22nd movie and the MCU. We've got Baba Yaga, Mr. John Fick. John, I, uh, I heard that you and I like uh, similar beer glasses.
1: Oh yeah. Hey. Well, You'll know, you have to find out here. A little iron colt. <laughs> oh, look it- at that. It feels like we finally hit the season finale, not even the season finale, the series finale of a TV show that we've been watching for like... Like five years. That's how getting to Endgame feels right now. We've been doing the MCU for almost two years now. I think the first episode we po- posted was obviously Iron Man. That was May fourth of twenty twenty. We started doing this in the middle of, the, you know, right at the beginning of the pandemic, actually, because we just wanted something to do and we wanted to, you know, kick the tires off this old uh podcasting gig we had going on. And man, we we almost two years later, we're at Endgame. It just it's such a long time coming. I'm I'm so excited to talk about this movie.
0: Buckle up, everybody. This is going to be an awesome discussion. Also joining us, Mr. John Torado, JT. JT, you ready to talk some Endgame?
2: I'm just like getting goosebumps thinking about it already, man. Like, that rewatch was amazing. I could watch that a thousand times. I was itching to watch it for however long we were waiting to get here. And thankful you guys brought me on, uh, you know, a little almost a year ago now uh, to get this thing rocking. And here we are, Endgame, baby.
0: That's right, man. Yeah, super exciting to talk about. Uh, we've had a good run so far. Really, we're just getting started, right? Because as John always says, they just keep making Marvel movies, and it's so crazy. It, it's so awesome. It gives us a lot of good stuff to talk about.
1: For sure, Yeah, you, know, you go back and watch those early episodes. The graphic was twenty-two movies. the The goal was to get to Endgame. We planned on getting to Endgame in just a couple of months. Was the goal? But you know, life happens, and that stuff doesn't pan out that way. Uh, but now we're up to you know a twenty-seven film chart. So it's uh, it's going to keep on going.
0: That is for sure. Uh, the show as always sponsored by our friends over at 26 shirts and fantastic go to 26shirts.com what do they do well they sell some awesome merchandise each and every week you'll see new content that you can go take a look at you can purchase uh, proceeds from every purchase go to a a family member uh, a charity in need an individual in need for various things oftentimes surrounding illness and these these shirts and these campaigns raise a lot of money to those individuals they raise a lot of goodwill Oh, to date 26 shirts has raised 1.3 million dollars that has gone directly to these families these charities these individuals in need our good friend Dell Reed is the culprit there uh, hopefully Dell's tuned in he's been on the show before if not you need to go make yourself familiar with this company again 26 shirts.com later on in the show. Can't wait to see where this one goes at the very end. We're going to rank this thing. We're going to see where Endgame gets in the officially official Geekiverse rankings for the MCU to date. Got some pretty stiff competition, but got an inkling and I can't wait to see where it does land. We're going to get into the original trailer. We're going to talk box office numbers. We're going to talk about our favorite moments from the movie. But first, initial thoughts on the film itself. JT, we're going to go to you first. Give us your 101 on Avengers
2: Endgame. Just overall, a, a masterpiece, man. It it brought everything that we ever saw in the MCU together. Uh, it ended a lot of arcs. It started a lot of arcs. It uh, it never gets old. It's one of those. It's just like Infinity War when we talked about it when we did that pod. Like it, it's one of those movies you can throw on. For me, at least, like I can throw it on the background. I can throw it on and focus on it. Um, I get just this hype at the key moments as I did in the theater and. Um, Man, it it, it's just so good. It's so good. We were talking about it last night in the group chat when when all of us watched it or whatever. Like you could just watch it over and over again and just love it.
0: Dude, it's so special for a number of reasons, and you know we'll get through a lot of these uh, typical MCU reviewed bullet points that we talk about. And I've got my pages of notes here that we want to go through, but I. What will be a common theme, I think, throughout this episode of MCU Reviewed is us talking about what that theater experience looked like. And just even now, it, we're not in the theater, obviously, but we're, we're talking about it in a group setting. We're talking about it in group text. Uh, we, we're streaming live on Twitch. All this stuff. This is a movie that you, you get together with people and you just chat about to no end. And that excitement comes right back. We talked about it pre-show. Uh, there, there was goosebumps. There was this anticipation. I was downstairs. I almost felt nervous. I don't remember the last time I, I felt that way before getting on a show, but here we are. Super exciting. Baba Yaga, John, talk about Endgame.
1: There was, there was a 0% chance that this movie was going to be bad, in my opinion, in the lead up to this. I, I thought, okay, it's, it's the Russo Brothers, it's, it's the sequel to Infinity War, there, there's no way this is going to be bad, but I also thought there was almost a 0% chance that they would nail it As well as they did, I thought that there was going to be some kind of loose ends. I thought that there, I, I I figured it wouldn't be perfect, but I would still be satisfied, and I was still excited for that. I thought they were gonna, I thought they were gonna crush it, but I didn't think, just like, just like in Infinity War, there's one in a billion. There's a, there's a one, there's only one way to do this perfectly, and they somehow did it. They somehow tied up twenty one movies, a decade of different storylines. They somehow. Made them all come together into some a perfect finale just incredibly paced ridiculously emotional emotional movie moments that we're going to talk about for probably the rest of our lives i mean it, it is absolutely insane what they were able to do with this movie they 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 did it they crushed it it's perfect
0: that's a perfect analogy there was a very slim chance that they were going to do what they did with this movie despite you know it, it was it was always destined to be good but the greatness the level of greatness that it achieved is, is kind of off the charts in a lot of ways. And we'll talk about that more it's as this episode goes just on. Just
1: such an uphill battle. They had so much going, against, like, you know, how do you do that? I mean, you just, you just came off Infinity War. You had such a strong, strong movie. Like, it's sitting at the top of our list right now. Everybody loved that movie. And it was such a dark ending. It was such an abrupt ending. How do you take that? How do you capture that moment? And, Wrap up this story. It just seemed impossible. I, I just felt like there was so much room to to muddy the waters at least a little bit and maybe have some some questions unanswered going into phase four. There's none of that. There's none of that. They, they put a nice, pretty bow right on top of this thing and this chef's kiss, and they walk away into the sunset. It's insane.
2: so it's double down on your pacing thing, man. The pacing was just perfect. I mean, it, it doesn't. It had to be, and bring, it was. Bring it in how they did in the beginning, and and I mean, obviously we'll go through the, the talking points of each thing, but. Uh, just amazing! It yeah, is. It's a masterpiece.
1: I do it have really a, a. I do what uh, I have a new segment I would like to introduce in the show, and it's only going to be. It's only going to pertain to the, to this episode. But it is. Uh, it is called "Times I Cried Last Night." Um. Oh, I'd like each of you to pick a number. Each of you to pick a number, and then we'll, we'll we'll review it at the end of the show. Jo- uh, Joe, how many times think I cried last night? All right. Let
0: me let me let me stew on this for one second
1: here. Let's JT, see, what do you see. think? If he's thinking, got a number.
2: 5.
1: All right. Lock it yeah, in 5.
0: I was going to go I'm going to go 4. that's, that's right. the number I had originally. That, that's where I'm sticking at.
1: We will revisit this after we talk about the movie, but uh Times I cried probably is like
2: um, years of happiness. It's probably like 37.
0: It's just it's just a word.
1: <laughs> cried is a word. There's no there's no specific emotion behind crying.
0: Yeah, um that's a great idea for a segment, John. <laughs> I, <it'll, laughs> we talk about um again how special it is in general with this movie but we remember where we were when we saw it when we saw the trailer when we were in the theater and all the different moments that were so special throughout and we're going to talk about another movie very similar i think at least at least for john and i jt we haven't talked about it as much but with our star wars review that we're planning on recording thursday night um, so two of these in one week it's just unbelievable but for me end game it's just infinity war was empire strikes back for me it was so special it, it captured the intensity it had unbelievable pacing it split up just the perfect amount of balance between all of our crazy amount of on on-screen superheroes and to see what we did with thanos and kind of the hero's journey in reverse was truly unprecedented and then we get to Endgame, which is in many ways part two to that movie and it's it's very different but there's a lot of similarities that still do come across uh, where it's the tone from time to time it's that dread the intensity the w- what is going to happen how do our heroes come through and the way they did it was just really brilliant to me and the way jt you mentioned tied to a lot of loose ends but it also started a lot of uh new storylines which we're getting in our mcu disney plus series and new new movies as we get into phase four of the mcu it's just i i can't believe that it happened infinity war was like holy crap this is a once in a lifetime movie well wait a year and you're gonna get another one of these and it's just it's bonkers absolutely bonkers uh i can't believe the russo brothers did it they they produced two of the greatest movies in my lifetime, in terms of my favorites. And it's just, it's so special.
2: It's like they did things kind of it's the same, but different. So at the end of Infinity War, they left us open to like, what's next? At the end of Endgame, they left us open to what's next, right? In two different ways. Like one's the dark tone where you're like, how? How did they fix this? And then, you know, at the end of Endgame, we're like, okay, what? At this point, 40 million different series and movies are coming out after this. But uh, just man they're so they're, they're, they're so knowledgeable that's what the fans want and i honestly I don't even know what i wanted with that game but that's what i wanted <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah,
1: they, exactly. knew. they knew they knew what we wanted and we didn't
0: <laughs> and i think about uh the lead up to this so in a mu- moment we're going to queue up the trailer we're going to watch this together uh for podcast listeners obviously you're just going to going to have to listen along for a, a few minutes here but <laughs> Remember, we didn't even know the title of this movie until really just a few months out.
1: Yeah. It was just Special. Avengers Part 4 for a little while, yeah.
0: Yes, that, or Infinity War, it, the sequel to Infinity War. There was a lot going on. We didn't know that this was called Endgame for a while. And the trailer really was not that far out from, from the movie. That is also a little bit unique because a lot of times, especially go back a few years, we're getting trailers almost a year out, almost this really closed that gap to just a few months and i think a lot of studios learned a lot from that but let's talk box office real quick before we get into that trailer do you guys remember what infinity war did uh, at the box office just over 2 million dollars
3: just Two a, million? a
0: crazy uh, i'm sorry 2 billion 2 billion <laughs> wait <laughs> uh, yeah not much yeah 2 billion dollars and it it killed it right end game for for a minute it was sitting atop the world, stupid avatar. Get out of here, James Cameron. Uh it two point seven almost two point eight billion dollars. Just we're talking 2.7 and change here just to get there.
1: It's, That's it's a lot of money. <laughs> all I can remember is the opening weekend and just remember like the hype for this movie. It's like, all right, we're thinking this thing's going to do 600 million opening weekend. And everyone's like, what do you mean 600 million? That movies don't, most don't do 600 million. And then we're talking like 800 million after Friday. We're like, okay, this is stupid. And then Sunday rolls around and they just pull in their morning projections. They're like, we're not even projecting. This is over a billion. And we know that because those tickets are literally already sold. You, you can't get tickets. It's, it's Sunday morning and we're telling you right now it's already hit billion it's a billion opening weekend 1.2 billion uh Matt gator says in chat absolutely insane 1.2 billion in opening weekend unprecedented
0: this was a juggernaut man it was not stopping and i hope it comes back to theater so we can erase avatar by the way
1: Um, yeah i imagine one day it will i imagine one day it will the mcu is gonna we're we're gonna have to go through a period where Avengers End Game is nostalgic. I mean, we're we're only like what? We're only three years removed from that, right? So we, we're we're gonna go through a period. We're gonna get some re releases. It's gonna happen.
0: We'll have an anniversary for sure. Yeah, if exactly. That's just fifth we, even Let's if it's go. like
1: I don't know the, the the build up to the next Avengers movie. You know, they, maybe they do like a they've you know they re release all four in in theaters. Who knows? But it's uh it's gonna be interesting.
0: Disney, give us one weekend, one weekend, and we'll we'll get you back there. What we'll pump Disney those numbers up. Out. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, so uh crazy stuff uh just again thank you for everyone watching live via twitch.tv slash the geekiverse don't forget you can watch every episode of busy sticks of the mcu reviewed star wars reviewed any other show that we have going on at youtube.com slash the geekiverse and you can listen in podcast form if you're like me and you like to listen to shows in the car on the way to work wherever it may be you can listen on podcast services around the globe John, I'm going to pass it over to you if you wouldn't mind queuing up the trailer for us.
1: I would not mind at all. Do you guys both have it ready? Yes, sir. There... JT, you got it? Hold on, hold on. Take your time, my friend. Take your time. I put It is in the, it's in the Discord. I did throw it in there. I'm prepared. I'm always prepared. Yes. You got it? All right. Let it rip, guys.
3: God, seems like a thousand years ago. I fought my way out of that cave. Became Iron Man. Realized I loved you.
2: I know I said no more surprises, but I was really hoping to
3: pull off one last one. The world has changed. None of us can go back. All we can do is our best, and sometimes the best that we can do is to start over. I saw all these people die. I keep telling everybody they should move on. Some do. They're not us. Even if there's a small chance, we owe this to everyone who's not in this room to try.
2: We will. Whatever it takes.
3: Whatever it takes whatever it takes whatever it takes
1: This one. <laughs> get it get out of town.
0: Hey guys, um I've gotta go watch Endgame. I'll see you in a few hours.
1: I just get get out of town. I just that's perfect. That that's just all the hype I could ever ask for right there. Are you kidding me, man? That's just beat for beat everything I wanna see. The the music, that's all it is. I could watch that trailer with my eyes closed. Absolutely watch it with my eyes closed. The voiceover and the music is just perfect, man oh, I just want to run through a brick wall and go watch Endgame right now.
0: <laughs> Dude, the buildup there, so right off the bat, they're, they're telling us, in a way, this movie is about the original Avengers from our MCU experience. And it almost seems almost small scale. Whereas Infinity War was, how many characters can we pack on screen? How many storylines can we interweave? And they, they executed it perfectly. But this one was like, let's take a breath. Let's go back to the original Six Avengers from 2012 and let's do this. And it did that, right? It quieted things down for a bit, even in the movie for the first hour. It's a slower pace.
1: Somber. It's perfect. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Can we
0: just put it on and
1: and just
2: watch it? (sighs) Like, just stop talking. Just everybody can watch it together. I, I, I... when I saw that trailer, I obviously I every time I I'm usually on Twitter, so I just see everything pop up right? whenever it comes up. I sent it to my normal Marvel group to watch it, and I it, it fit that trailer fit. I'll put it that way.
0: So in in the chat, real quick, Hockey Man is talking about with J Mac making his uh, his son wait a year <laughs> between uh, Infinity War and Endgame. I'll say it real quick. I had a coworker who I was like. I, swear, I was like jamming the MCU down the, their throat. I was like, you need to watch this. And it started because she was telling me I needed to watch Game of Thrones. And I was like, I, I kind of did. You really need to watch the MCU. They let her borrow these movies one at a time. She went through the whole thing. At that time, it was like the month Endgame came out. She went all the way through everything from Iron Man all the way up until Endgame. And when she watched Infinity War, she texted me. And she goes that's how it ends in all caps and i go oh it is but everyone else here had to wait a year to see what that answer was insane you you could just borrow my 4k right like it's so it's so crazy i i think that's funny but yeah back to the trailer this doesn't give us a lot to go on again no uh just just perfect
1: everything everything in this trailer is like the first hour of the movie Like it was obviously very you know very much planned that way there's plenty of stuff like taken out of uh you know when they're walking walking through the hangar towards the the time machine there's there's characters that are missing from there of course um i just remember all the speculation once this trailer dropped it's like oh my god how, do, how does how do tony and nebula get back like do they get back are they gonna die Like what's gonna ha- oh my god just like trying to piece this stuff together okay obviously time travel is gonna come into play like what do you like, how do we get there like oh just so much like there's there's never been more fun when it comes to speculating about a movie i was just all in the youtube videos all in the the text threads the reddit threads just like trying to get anything i could just that fun fun speculate i'm not looking for spoilers of course just like trying to get my head at you know where they could be going with this movie
0: they did a good job right like really clamping this down because nothing to my knowledge or memory leaked out that was significant for this
1: no not until the movie came out right you're absolutely right
0: and that's rare. I feel like a lot of times some of these big movies, they, these blockbusters have stuff get out that they don't want to get out. Man. Sometimes it is by design. But here it was locked down tight, which is part of why I think we didn't get the title Endgame until a few months before. We didn't get the trailer till what felt like a month and a half before. It was, like, it was crazy. Um, how, how many times have you guys seen this movie? JT, uh, ballpark it. What do you think?
2: This is new, right? This is only a, just shy of three years old now. I do want to say, too, that uh, <clears throat> when this trailer came out, I muted everything to do with.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
2: On Twitter. I didn't want one accidental spoiler. I kind of dibble-dabble, John, to like, the YouTube, like, explanations, theories, things like that. But I was worried, right? Like, someone would comment something. I just didn't want to risk it. So, yeah, so- uh, as far as. Oh, go ahead. Okay.
1: No, you. So you, you mentioned that, like muting people in chat and stuff like that. Hockeyman man in our chat right now mentions how LaShawn McCoy spoiled it for people. Not only did he spoil it, but he spelled he didn't say my boy Iron Man. He said they killed my boy Tony Stark, and he spelled Tony wrong. He sp- spelled it T O N E Y, so it got around people's filters. So, people were really pissed. LaShawn well, McCoy, the day Endgame came out, uh, NFL player, former Buffalo Bill, if you're not familiar. Yeah, he goes, RIP my dog, Tony Stark, but spelled Tony wrong. So, so even people who had the filter in there still got burned because of that. People were so furious at him.
3: Yeah. What if yeah.
1: Josh Allen had done that? Oh, dude. I mean, people would forgive him. We don't love him. Yeah. We probably sure. hate
2: him as much as Michael. No, I'm just Jeez. Uh, I was Oh, God, imagine if Michael did.
1: <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh, go back to Boston, I, be you killed
2: yeah. <laughs> uh, So as far as how many times I've watched this, and it, what is it, three years it's been out? Almost? Almost. Yeah. Um You guys don't think I'm nuts. I think probably over forty.
3: That's
1: crazy. I'm, no, I'm I, love so I love it. I love it. And I'm
2: not I'm not kidding whatsoever I, I wish it showed you how many times you watch something. Forty.
1: That's why I use Letterboxd. every time I watch anything I use Letterboxd now even if I've seen it even if I've seen it before I will log it as a rewatch i will i, I, I want to like keep track of that stuff
2: I mean like I said that is a a big thrown on the side for me i can I've watched it back to back once like six hours straight
1: me too or however long, right? I did that um, recently
2: and i i could if my wife is in the chat now she would tell you i she complains sometimes she's like this again I guess this again what do you mean this again you go to the mall like a, <laughs> I watched
0: game. <laughs> Dude, when, when the movie like just came out, like I'm talking a day or two, I was scrounging for any clip I could find of that moment, so to speak. We'll get to it. Yeah. And I just remember being like, oh my gosh, my gosh, my gosh. I can't believe that this is happening. I can't believe it. And well, again, we're going to talk about it very shortly. <clears throat> and I was like i found it, it was like when rogue one came out and i was like hey give me some of that darth vader action towards the end of the movie and i found my clip and i just watched it on repeat J, jt that you've seen this movie that many times is awesome i feel like i'm I'm like Mac, where i've watched the at least the last portion of it or the the moment so many times like right
2: so let me ask you this so we're doing how many times we've watched it how many so i'll tell you real quick I, I think I've told you guys before in a previous spot or in private private combo, I don't watch movies in theater twice. Like that's never really been a thing for me. I watched this in theaters four times.
1: Five like for that, me. That's nice. from perspective. There's so, my, the top five, or right, my Apple Wallet or all of all of Avengers Endgame. I saw it five times you saw in theaters. Five
2: times in theaters?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yep.
2: I did it four times. So so along with how many times you've watched it, Joe, is it so how many times you watch it in theaters? Along with oh, it. How many man. times All right.
0: So for me, i you know, so i was thinking about this last night obviously no one we're going to talk about this i think i only saw it in theaters twice i can't recall if i saw it three times i can't i just saw it opening night or thursday night preview night i went like monday again with my dad at 11 p.m by the way yeah that's, i that's remember a... getting it was like 3 a.m and some of my i <laughs> i posted on facebook that i went and saw it again and some of my coworkers were like You were up at 3 a.m. I was like, I was just getting home, man. I was hyped, hyped from this movie. Uh, I think, I can't recall if I went back to see it in IMAX. I'll have to go through my my Regal app, but I think twice in theaters. I would say another six or seven times at
1: home. I would put Not myself- Including
0: all the times I fast forward to the end.
1: For sure. I'd put myself right around there. Give it, give it five times in theater, maybe give it another five at home. It's, it's one of those where like, I don't like to put this one on for background noise, cause I like, if I'm watching Endgame, I like to make an event out of it. Like, I don't, I don't wanna give my- I don't wanna, I don't wanna overexpose myself to this movie. I don't wanna like- I, I don't wanna know the lines, cause I wanna watch it, like, I wanna sit down and watch it and like, just, like yesterday I sat down and watched it. I took all the lights off, closed all the blinds, like, Like my wife is in the room with me. I'm like, okay, but there's a rule. You can't have your phone out. She's like, are you kidding me? I'm like, okay, you can. Brightness, literally all the way down. Like I'm not even kidding. Like I'm watching this in a straight up movie theater setting, and that's just that's just how I am with this movie. Like it's just like I have to. I've got to be all in. So I'm probably probably around ten times after seeing it five times in theaters.
0: Dude, I'm I'm telling right now, just thinking about various parts of this movie here, and you guys talk about various parts, I have goosebumps again. Like it just is nonstop. So i appreciate that a lot john this is not a background movie for me i can get there with infinity war and that's not to talk about the quality or how i feel about one of these movies more so than the other but infinity war i'm like dude i just need it i need it Endgame is like i need to be in- uninterrupted and i need to soak in every single second of this movie just everything It was funny lauren uh aka josiah's pool girl uh she the other night when i was turning this on she was like she so i i had nora i was like yeah I'm going to be up. I'll I'll keep Nora. So I'm watching it and she she comes out Lauren midway through the movie. She's like I can't stay out here. Like why? She's like I'm not emotionally ready. <laughs> and I'm like that's how a lot of us feel about this movie. I right.
1: Do. For sure. Yeah, you, you- it's tough. No you mentioned uh you mentioned maybe possibly if seeing an IMAX you'll have to check. Oh, the IMAX cut on Disney Plus. Every single scene is an IMAX. My my full my four K OLED TV is filled up to the brim the entire film. Like I'm in my glory, dude. It looks so good. Ah, Dude, even there's so there's two scenes in this movie that I think are like the, the pinnacle of, of cinematography and even like special effects and just in color, the MCU, the, the, one of the, the, the second to opening scene with, with Tony and Nebula in the, uh, it's not the Moana, whatever the, the name of that ship is now, um, That, that scene is just gorgeous, dude. Like, especially in IMAX, where you've got the extra, the extra real estate there. It's just shot so well. The colors are so perfect. It's so somber. The music is insane. And then the next one, I think, is the, is, is the scene on Vormir. I think that is like, bar none, the best looking scene cinematography cinematography wise in the MCU but there's just so many scenes like that are just like not only is this a three hour movie that's like packed to the gills with action and story beats there's so much of that incredible cinematography where like they do take their time on these shots I think maybe that's what if this has anything over Infinity War that's what it has it was able to take a little bit more time on some of the stuff some of these emotional beats they didn't have to get so much story done like Infinity War did um, there's just so many standout moments and just watching it again in that IMAX cut is just
0: whoo less characters right like less right. less to worry about for most of the movie uh yeah it's just it's it's gorgeous all the way through let before we get into my notes here cuz i know that'll kind of guide the conversation and some of the emotional beats we're going to talk about can you can you take me back to opening night or whatever your first night in theater looks like uh jt do you, you want to go first here
2: oh uh well, yes, so it can we? Because it's also my moment too, so I don't want to go too deep, but i'll okay, so okay. I'll put it this way, opening night, hundred percent, obviously with my normal Marvel crew, um the hype in the theater was beyond belief it was the perfect crowd. I always Helpful. say there's like uh it, i mean for for the specific moments, and i'll get i have so many moments when we get to that point, but jumping up and literally screaming. Grabbing my friend by his neck and like shaking him, like no freaking way this happened. I mean, it's probably my most memorable experience in theaters, and I will nothing will ever match ever.
1: Hundred percent, I'm I'm right there with Jay Z
2: to transition with it. I get just this hype at home, and that's it's hard to, to to kind of feel that again, right? It's just it's such a rare experience, but I. The movie did it for me. It wasn't just the crowd, right? And I feel like it's it's sometimes either either or. But the combo itself, I jumped up again on my couch. I I I cried, like John said. I laughed. I I got hyped. I jumped up. I I screamed the certain words that I was hyped about. Um And I, <laughs> you can't beat it, man. I will tell my kids about that. Like I'll tell them about anything else in my life. Like that. And, and game in theaters, you guys will never see that.
0: JT like, again. Hearing you talk about your experience brings back so many flashbacks for me, and it, it just more goosebumps. I can't believe it.
2: Uh, like, you, like you said like earlier, you got nervous to do the pod. I got nervous to watch it because I knew. Oh like my
1: those god. Moments. Me too, dude. That the, the, the
2: I, my stomach was shaking, dude. The, the entire
1: the entire day for me. Oh, all oh, you're talking about the rewatch. I'm talking about my first. The, I'm talking about when I first came to theaters. I when, when the when I first came to theaters, and we were leading up to that Thursday night, dude. Those like two days before that, I was just like, terrified to touch my phone, like. Can't I just? I I said this about Kenobi recently too. But just like, knock me out and wake me up when this is ready. Because like, there's nothing I want to think about in my life until I can sit down and watch freaking Endgame. Those like those 48 hours before sitting down in the theater and being able to finally watch it were just insane. And then just sitting down in the theater with that crowd, just the 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 excitement, the emotion, like it was literally tangible. You can feel it in the air. Everyone's just like everyone's buzzing. It's so much fun. And you talk about those moments too. The the theater pop the last hour the last hour 45 of this movie is just like all of that it's just everything that we could have ever wanted all of the payoffs all of the all of the fun moments all of the holy holy shit moments that we get and yeah seeing it in a live theater with with people who have been waiting over a decade for this just like we have it's just something that i don't know if we're ever going to be able to get to again
2: leading up to that uh sorry joe leading up to that to that day right That, that opening night I I kept talking, like joking like with my brothers and my friends that were gonna go watch it. I'm like, nobody do anything stupid. Like, uh, everybody stay home. God, please do not let me get sick. Like, I, I like I'm thinking these things in my because I'm so nervous for dude it. and I, like bathroom breaks. I'm like, I, if I don't drink water like 15 minutes before, <laughs> I won't even have to think about it. I'm straight. Don't yeah, worry about it. Even I need
1: my like, drink. <laughs>
0: He <laughs> wears a mask before the pandemic, so to be
2: like, <laughs> I can't get sick. I, dude, I was I was nervous, like like John said, like the pre stuff. But then going through this, like you know, the opening scene with uh, Joey probably going to go through. it, But the opening scene with um with with Hawkeye, like I'm like, oh shit, you know, we everybody's wondering where where was Hawkeye this whole time? He, he was right there. I'm like, you are starting it like this, you mother. And I'm just like this. I'm sitting back
3: there like. <laughs> Dude, so Perfect. This,
2: this you're, I
0: liken this movie to being like a musical because that's what it felt like. It felt like being at a musical where everybody was enthusiastic and excited and just all about it. There was applause. There was gasps. There was the, the crying. T- there was so much of that. It was like a Super Bowl, right? Or like going to a musical. And the payoff, we talk about us being fans for about 10 years. We, you know, I was not a comic book fan guy. I I started with the Avengers in 2012, got hooked, went back, saw them all. Every, every release, I just was like, I can't wait to be there opening night. You know the story if you watch this show. But whether you were a comic book fan for the last five decades, or you were someone like me who just became a fan in the last few years because of the MCU, you were having the same reaction and the same payoff. And that is truly, I think, unprecedented. And the last point I wanted to bring up too is, you know, talk. we're talking about the lead up to this, the theater experience, the, oh my gosh, trying to avoid spoilers, which, you know, if you're a Buffalo Bills fan, good luck. But most of <laughs> us did. <laughs> and when Force Awakens comes out, Star Wars uh, 2015, that's a 10 year gap between those movies. When Revenge of the Sith comes out in 05, I think I'm never getting another Star Wars again. So I enjoyed it as much as I could. But Force Awakens comes out. I stay away from spoilers. I get there and it was an experience. We're going to talk about it Thursday. Tune in. It was an experience. It was so special. I think, I wouldn't say this is more special necessarily, but a different kind of special with Endgame. It was, what happens to our heroes? How do we get our heroes back? All the people that we think are getting these sequel movies, some of them confirmed. It doesn't matter. We need to know how it happens. We need to know how they defeat Thanos. Where does the MCU go from here? All of it.
1: There's a line that Rocket has in this that I love. That they 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 put it in here because it's something that we talked about in the lead up to this movie. It's like, okay, we know that these people aren't like really dead. Like we know that like we know that they're coming back, but it's just like you know the journey and who is going to come back. And rocket has that line where he's talking to thor about his mother he's like your, your mother she's dead dead there's a lot of other people who are only kind of dead so yeah, i love that they kind of like were very self-aware about that because like that's the thing that's how that's what the fans were talking about for for, for the year in between it was like yeah no one's dead dead but we, we, we but were talking tell- about the people who were dead dead though
0: right. john how crazy is that though we all knew so spider-man was getting a, a, a movie uh, Black Panther had a sequel confirmed. Doctor Strange had a sequel confirmed. We Spider-Man. all knew this. Spider-Man, yeah. And and we still had that dread, that intensity. That That's almost like a flex at this point. That's insane. Like yeah, far, far far From like, Home you had you a date like
1: a, a few months right. later.
0: <laughs> you know these characters are back in some way, shape, or form, yet you're still going to mourn them. You're still yes. going to have this these theories it's going to go crazy for the next 12 months in between Infinity War and Endgame.
1: And just think about like yes, how exciting is that? How exciting is it to get all these these characters back? But at the end of the day, all we like that that's like that's like the subplot compared to how do we leave off the original Avengers? Because that's really what we were all pumped about. Like, yes, we want to know what happens with Spider-Man. How do we get how do we save the freaking universe? Yeah, we want that. But like what do they do with the original Avengers? Because yes, this is the end. Like this is the end of Phase 3. We've been doing this for for a decade with the we know that we're gonna, we're gonna see a, you know, a send off to some of these characters, if not all of these characters. I and mean, that, that's where half of these conversations were in the lead up. Okay. Out of the original Avengers, who dies? Who dies? Is it gonna be all of them? Does anybody die? Do they just keep doing this for more movies? Like that was, that was so much of it. That was like the main focus. I think we forget that because we've seen this movie, but like, how do we take care of the original Avengers who are all still alive? Like, what, how do we wrap that up? And they, they did it in some, some pretty awesome ways.
0: Well, remember the lead up, JT, I'm sure you were in these group discussions. I know John probably was. In my circles, it was, who's dying? Is it Cap or Iron Man? Yes. It like, was always the thing. Is it, is it both? No way. Do they just retire? Like, there was that. There was, even, I remember the night Infinity War happened. We're all in our Geekiverse group chat at that point. And we're like, oh, so-and-so, so-and-so, so-and-so. These guys are the ones that are left. Are they really dead are they in the the soul stone like there were so many theories that were so much fun and so many uh, had created I,
1: I was so like, convinced that gamora wasn't really dead because like they, they could somehow resurrect her with the soul stone because that's how she died like i was so convinced that Gamora wasn't really dead who knows there's gonna be a guardians 3 obviously there's there's another another timeline gamora running around there but uh yeah i was i was convinced that she wasn't dead but hey who knows? The
2: Soul, the Soul World, Soul Stone thing was my biggest. Like that was the one I was heaping on. Like they're, yeah, everybody they're doing something in there. They're running there. You know, some some weird like alternate reality thing going on. And nope,
3: it <laughs> did.
0: It's. I feel like even though I, I wouldn't say I predicted this movie. Like there's some movies you go into and you're like, eh, I, I can see that happening. This felt relatively fresh and kept me off guard, despite again knowing which superheroes were going to come back in. Having an inkling on which ones may go, but guys, let's get into the notes because I know we're just gonna we're gonna go down this rabbit hole. Let's enjoy this again. Thanks for tuning in to Twitch.tv/slash The Geekiverse. Right off the get go, JT, you mentioned Hawkeye there. The second I saw, I'm thinking back to my theater experience, and I'm sure you guys will hear too. The second I saw Barton on screen with his family, I go. Oh no! Yeah, I remember turning to Lauren and going, "This is this not going to be good." It's not
2: going to be oh, good. Oh, I, I'm the only one that said this. I remember this specifically. I go, "Oh shit!" <laughs> Quiet theater. I just say, "Oh shit!" And, and yeah. everybody was like.
1: What? I'm yeah. like
3: oh it's because no. you because like, you like you
1: immediately know where they're gonna go with this like you immediately know where they're going to go with this I didn't think they'd all die I'll tell you that right now I thought they were I know I thought maybe one of them was gonna dust away or maybe one of the boys I didn't I didn't think he's losing them all Jesus to see him just running around hopelessly after after his family just dusts away he has no clue what's Don't going react on
2: to it like I'm watching it again like,
1: look at me. right he's just looking around they there's they're literally just dust in the wind he's running in zigzags like what a what a great performance by Jeremy Renner right there to just like to just express that like what do you what do you even call that? That's like that's there's no there's no words to describe what you're feeling there.
0: I'll I'll tell you how I describe this for what it's worth. That's a horror movie right there for a minute. Right. That's like the way you're right, John. Jeremy looks around, he nails that. There's confusion yet a little bit of reserved. He's like, Alright, I'm not gonna freak out yet and then he starts to panic. Yeah. Like, put yourself in those shoes and imagine that your kids and your wife just you just don't know where they are. You have no idea about Thanos, right? You've, you're so disconnected. You don't know what he can do. No one does. You just turn around and they're gone. I love the way they shot this, by the way, because there's that little bit of shaky camera. In the in the distance, you see just a faint little bit of dust, which is his family on the ground. You can see that when it pans to the right, and presumably that's his daughter. It's so crazy how that, that scene plays out, and it's such wonderful motivation to catch that character up from what we saw in civil war and from his absence from infinity war so expertly done i like tony and nebula on the starship there i think i love that that relationship even though we're in a really really intense time we're 20 days after the events of infinity war i like how they interact i think that's kind of fun right that's our that's our uh robert downey jr that we know
3: and love there. yeah they,
1: they give you enough of it so where it's like again the beginning of this movie is very somber it's 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 just like the end of infinity war like it, it is it's hopeless right um they, they give you just enough just enough like it's not over the top it's not it's not breaking the emotion you know it's not breaking the the um the the tone they set for the that intensity. scene intensity yeah the tone whatever it is they they, they gave you just enough to be like okay you know that's that's still RDJ you might you might still be you know he's a, he's on death's door right now but of course he's gonna find a way to uh you know call her the blue meanie and stuff like that
2: again like I think J J Max in the chat he makes a good point you know uh they it, it, really good idea to put hot, this scene in the beginning of Endgame rather than at the end of Infinity War
3: oh for sure yeah
2: perfectly speak of pacing and transition right I mean that like. I felt like I was in the beat, at the end of Infinity War when I when we, the movie started, you know. So it was perfect. Good point.
0: Yeah, it's um, it's it's something special. I even like uh, Tony basically in his message to Pepper saying that he thinks that Pepper would like her. <laughs> oh know, yeah, I think that's good.
1: Yeah, you'd love her. Um,
0: what what does he describe her as? Only a little bit of psychopathic? something S- uh, really satanic. Cool.
1: I think he says satanic.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, That's that's pretty great. I like her reaction to kind of like letting her guard down and being like, I won. And that was fun. This is the MCU, man. (laughs) Kevin Feige at the top, the Russo brothers right there. They nailed these characters. Steve is the first one to rush to Tony, and I love that because of what we've been through in the last few years with the MCU, whether it was Infinity War, where those guys are not talking, or the fallout from Captain America Civil War. He's the first one to go up and see if he's okay, and he helps carry him over. Really emotional moment.
1: Right. I mean, it's, it's, it's perfect. I mean, it, it's, it's, there's no, there's no difference there. I mean, he, you, you can tell at the end of Civil War, he didn't have the resentment. He said, he gave Tony the phone. He's said, Hey, I'm, I, I understand we have our differences. I understand we literally just beat each other to the death, but like, I'm always here for you. And that's, that's who Cap is. And Tony still harbors that resentment and you're about to see it.
0: Yes, for sure. In that moment, uh, Tony says, I think this is hysterical <laughs> that he thought, rocket was a build-a-bear
1: and i love rocket's response he's like he's like i get this crap all the time this is way too serious for a moment maybe i am <laughs> maybe i am it was <laughs> so perfect I love he's that. like i'm not i'm not i'm not baiting into this dude like this is this sucks
0: dude how about rocket in this movie what a good character to have alongside basically the majority which is the original avengers i love that he is one of the guys that are left behind just, cool dynamic. He fills so many story beats. He's the a-hole. He's funny. So he provides the comedic relief. He has that moment with Thor. Like Rocket's a really good dynamic here. Good job. Uh to, to include him. Right. right. Again, Rocket, as they're flying out to go get Thanos, he says. Who hasn't been to space? Yeah, I lo- what a funny stupid little thing?
1: <laughs> and then, yeah, and, and, uh, Brody thinks the opposite. He's like, what is, what a stupid question to ask? Like, what do you mean who hasn't been to space? What the heck you, like, what? Brody's like, I, lo- I love his face. Don Cheadle crushes that moment. He's like, what? And it's
0: cap and natasha two of the strongest avengers it's yeah
1: it is good i do want to remind real quick though the, the moment i kind of referenced uh at the beginning with with tony and cap and they're they're all kind of sitting around the the room and tony's do they he looks he looks terrible he is super super thin but i, I whatever they did to him looked really good because I, I, I assume he didn't lose all that weight for that scene i'm sure there's plenty of cgi going on there um that looked really good but that was just like a heartbreaker that exchange between him and cap it just like you know we who said that we fought him? We didn't, we didn't fight him. we got, you know, he he wiped our face with a planet as the bleaker street magician sold the shop. Like, Oh my God, what a like that, that Tony snarkiness, but it's just so real. And the way he just gets up and hands him the hands him the arc reactor. And it's like, you you see this, you see him take this and run like, man, that is that, that what a, what a way to start this movie off and and remind us that Tony things between Tony and cap still aren't straight. And when it matters most, they're still not straight. I mean, obviously we realize that, you know, they overcome that, but just yeah. a, what what an, what? an emotional moment.
2: That was just some perfect acting by him, man.
1: So I mean, good.
3: I felt it that. Also,
2: I felt that.
0: 100%, JT. It also, in addition to bringing back that Steve and Tony are, are at just each other's throats, well, mostly Tony, is that Tony's really... Wouldn't say insecure, but he's damaged goods. Remember back to Iron Man 3, possibly the best Iron Man movie. You know it. He, he's beat up. He can't handle some of the anxiety that came with the Avengers movie, the, the attack on New York City. And we see that here because he basically just got wiped clean by Thanos. And when he hands Steve that and basically says, you take this and you run, there's, there's some deep fear that's going on.
1: With right. That and then it's just perfect. And then he just collapses. It's just like, all right, the, the weight of everything that Tony has done with these first 21 movies is like, he did all of that and he still failed. He wanted to put a suit of armor around the world, didn't get that sold. And like, you know, it, again, that's just an excuse. That's just like an argument piece at this point. There's so much frustration that he, of course he brings that up, but he just collapses at the end because it's, man, he did everything he could and he still loses. It's,
2: the heroes surrounding him too, right? So going back to even Infinity War when, cap was talking and saying you know the world lost his best defender we're here to help right and and now you see all those strong heroes around him that are like dude the best defender is collapsing on the ground right now skinny and frail and 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 defeated yeah like that just spoke to how again we've talked about tone i mean tony's our guy right like tony is the guy that's supposed to protect the world he is the suit of armor and now he's nothing, and it's just, like, where did he go from here? The, the whole beginning, the whole end of uh if any more, the whole beginning of Endgame, where do we go from here?
1: Yeah. One thing I will say about the scene, too, and about this entire beginning, very clear that Mark Ruffalo was never in the room for any of these scenes. Like, it is very obvious that they just, like, added him in, and it's the same with all of his stuff in Infinity War, and once you you learn that he was supposed to turn into Professor Hulk at the end of Infinity War, and was supposed to be Professor Hulk at the beginning of this movie, starts to make sense, but really, really stands out to me that Mark Ruffalo is not in the room during any of these scenes. It looks pretty bad. He's just (laughs) always... But he's just always like off in the corner. He's like, you don't belong in the scene. Like, it's only they almost had like widened the shot to to include this little hallway here because you weren't supposed to be here. It's just something that even even before I knew that, I'm like, why does he look so weird here? That's now we have an answer.
0: Silly question. Not to hark on this too much. When he Infinity War, Steve says Earth just lost her best defender. Is he talking about Tony or is he talking about Thor there?
3: Wait, who says that? What's I, the line?
0: So, Steve Rogers in Infinity War says, Earth just lost her best defender. I'm
3: pretty sure and you're talking about Thor.
0: Originally, I thought Tony. But as time when I went on with that, I thought Thor because they assumed Thor was dead or at least incapacitated. But he's not on planet. what happened.
2: Yeah, but he wasn't there. O- yeah. Also, the too. Story. I thought
0: it was yeah. Tony. Yeah. I, See, I, 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 I
1: th- th- thought it was Thor.
0: I think it's Thor. My my opinion is it was Thor, but I like that they leave it kind of open because we yeah, have this discussion. Fair enough. Kind of kind of good. Um, speaking of Thor, uh, man, he's my favorite character from Infinity War. That is like it's his movie almost. If it's not Thanos' movie, in my mind, here we get the sequence. They find Thanos. Captain Marvel says it's just him. Everyone in the theater goes, "What?" We go down. Thor slices his head off. He says. I went for the head. <laughs> and everyone really in our theater was like, oh my gosh. Because if you remember, the year leading up to that, it was, you should have went for the head. You should have went for the head. Everywhere, on social media, all over in group discussions. That's what it was. Kind of awesome that I went for the head in the perfect Chris Hemsworth timing. Uh, by the way, let's talk about that real quick. We get the, the death of Thanos. Everything fades out. We get a time jump. In the your theater, I point. assume it was, it was the same way as Gasp. it was for us. It was, by the way, this is not a quick fade. This takes what feels like an eternity to come back on screen. And when the text comes on screen, it says five years later. It's just it's, five comes up first, right?
1: It's it's everyone uh, in our theater went
0: oh, immediate like, it immediate like, gasps. What?
1: I, and I, dude, it, it's so perfectly done and yesterday, specifically when I was rewatching this movie, I, I was thinking like, how long did the Russo brothers or whoever the hell is editing this movie? How long did they sit there in front of this black screen to figure out the timing on black screen five years later? Now that I've seen this movie a few times, that's the kind of technical stuff I can think about. Like, you know, take a step back and think like, it's so perfect. How long did it take how long did that take for them to figure out this timing? How many different drafts did they do where like it was just 5 years later, the black was longer, it was shorter, that kind of funny stuff, but cuz it makes such a difference. That time right. jump was so so devastating. It, you immediately see that 5 years later with half of the population of the universe gone. It's devastating.
0: It's not like So obviously we knew the movie wasn't over. We're I mean we're what? 20 minutes in. But the way that fades, oh my gosh, John, you're totally right. Like, it's so, it just feels like it takes forever. And when that five comes on screen, it's like, you gotta be kidding me. Like, in so many other movies, I feel like that would be just an afterthought, but here it was truly mind blowing.
1: Yeah, I I remember seeing like the. That was spoiled. No, not at all we we you know there there was there was speculation of time jumps because of Black widow's hair in the trailer. There was like plenty of like things to point to with there with the short hair and then the long the long red hair with the blonde tips that she didn't you know so there was there was we figured there was gonna be time jumps, we didn't know if they had to do a time travel or not. We didn't know there was gonna be a time jump in the movie. I remember the first time watching this. I saw the five I'm like, yo please say months, please say months, then it hits with years. I'm like, oh my God,
0: yeah, it was next level for sure uh we we jump ahead we see steve rogers leading a therapy session and for me i look at that sequence and i like it it's it's twofold steve's not there just because he's a good guy he's not just captain america right uh he's leading that therapy session also for him because he needs it because he's broken and he needs to talk about it but second of all it's a nice nod to sam wilson because Sam Wilson was doing therapy sessions for former veterans, if I recall, from Winter Soldier. Absolutely. So that's almost like, hey, my friend did this. I got to step in where I think he would. It's so Captain America. It's so awesome to me. But that, that Sam Wilson thing kind of hit me for the first time last night. This isn't just for Steve. This is for people like Sam who would raise their hand and say, I can do this. I can help people who are having emotional issues right now. What what a a, a way to bring that into the real world to have these sessions with people who have lost everyone and can't even think about what happened five years previous. It's crazy. But they do a good job of humanizing that, I think.
1: That, that whole, that whole scene after the, the five years later, they do a great job of just like showing the devastation of what like, I mean, you're, you're, it's literally a post-apocalyptic world, right? Like there's no, there's no other definition for it. You see the, or a few scenes later, you see the streets of San Francisco run down, overgrown grass, cars just sitting there and stuff like that. But I mean, even, even just the scene in New York as they're panning to that, that, uh, that support meeting, you see City Field, you see the Mets, um, that stadium absolutely empty, just like it normally is on a regular night, but it's a little overgrown in this one. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's those little details. It's, it's, it's devastating. Uh,
0: not long after that, we see Ant Man basically come back to life, so to speak. Uh, Ken Jong is a nice cameo there. Love Ken Jong, man. Awesome. Yeah, that,
1: that I think that ties back to uh, the was it Community? The fact that the Russos wrote a lot of the a lot of that show, and they, they always try to sneak in uh, some cameos from people who were prevalent in that show. There's another another Community reference,
0: for sure. After that,
1: we a see mouse Scott. saves the world. <laughs> <laughs> yes. A rat.
0: Scott walking around to the devastation that happens and in his mind it was only a few minutes right it wasn't five years he's trying to grasp what's going on because he was in the quantum realm but seeing the abandoned streets the graveyard with all those headstones uh, seeing cassie grown up this is a moment that makes me want to tear up every single time because he looks at it's just especially selfishly having a do- two daughters myself i'm like oh my gosh i can't imagine what he's going through and, and paul rudd just again I always talk about how good of a casting that was. He nails this sequence as Scott Lang. Yeah. You know, hugging her and the emotion that comes through there.
1: In that line, you got so big, there's, there's, there's some Ant Man. There's a little bit of an Ant Man swing there, of course, too. He had to, he had to give it, you know, you he could have so said, said anything, but he said, you got so big, as he often does.
0: So beautiful. He
1: gets so big. And
0: then on the, on the, in the cemetery, basically, we see Charlotte Lee's name. So Charlotte is the name of Stanley's dog who w- was at one point missing. And that's a nice little cameo to that. The oh. dog was found. It was a happy ending from what I've read. Uh, I, not to be a jerk. I had always assumed, assumed that meant someone from Stanley's family more so like his wife, or something like that. But I read up on it and it in fact was his dog. So oh, cool. Charlotte Lee on there right above, uh, or right close to the name Lang, which has got to be pretty jarring. Um, I like that Natasha is kind of leading the Avengers. We see her in that role because she doesn't know what else to do at this point. It's what she does. This family meant so much to her. She really delivers a beautiful emotional performance because she breaks down and we never see that from her character, right? But she breaks down after the Avengers go off screen and she's crying because she, she knows what Barton is doing around the world and how awful it is
1: right and even even before that you can just tell you like yes she's doing this yes this is her sense of purpose but she's frazzled like she is she's still very frazzled five years later uh she gets the report that there's literally an earthquake underwater and she's like how do we handle this that we handle this by not handling this it's an earthquake and she's just like yep you're right my bad (laughs) like let's see yeah she's uh uh
0: morgan stark is perfectly cast to me, she's totally Tony's daughter, and I love every second of it. What do you guys think when you saw her on screen for, or when you saw him walking towards what you assumed was going to be a child?
3: That
1: like, what, whole that that, that whole mind? scene is just perfect. It's just like, how do you, yeah? I mean,
2: I,
3: yeah,
1: so <laughs> <to> fine <laughs> lunch. Oh my, yeah, it's so it's so adorable. It's so perfect. It's like it, it's your first sense of anything but dread in this in this film. It's your 100%. it's your, it, it's the first time you get like anything anything and it's just it's it's perfect and you know they follow it up with the you know tony expressing that he's like you know fix what we fix what we lost sure but save what i have now absolutely it's just you know it, it's just trying to put yourself in, the, in your shoes there it's it's just insane
0: it was at that moment that i decided that if one of our big heroes was going to die it was going to be him because how could it be anyone else he has the most to lose so to speak um painful but her just man anyway i'll get to more of her uh when tony's washing the dishes tony has a picture of his dad on the shelf but of course he also has a p- a picture of peter what a, a special thing another emotional tie to why you think maybe something's gonna happen for tony later on but also plants that seed of doubt why he should embark on this journey to go and try to bring everybody back because tom's kind of his son in a way right that's the, that's the relationship they've got going on
2: uh i real quick too, I. <laughs> that just made me like seeing those pictures and everything just made me more sad because like, you know tony out of all people just wears just hard to sleeve so much and it, it made me think like for, probably watching it more maybe not when i watch in the theater but watching it over and over again like how much did, did tony suffer those five years you know yeah he found the, the family and he found his happy life but knowing tony right he he, he it was just as hard on him as as cap or just as hard as for um for black widow you know everybody yeah so it's just uh makes you think about like so
0: so thankful (laughs) that that deal happened between sony and and marvel (laughs) like awesome totally awesome uh because we wouldn't have these moments if it didn't thank goodness tony and morgan's interaction when tony swears is just beautiful (laughs) it's it's so tony stark and it's so tony stark's daughter i know he he tries to point it off as is as mom has the only say on that word i love it it's so beautiful um all the way between that interaction the popsicle the (laughs) blackmail, so to speak him telling her that he's going to sell her toys and then the way that she says i love you 3000 just obviously a very very special iconic moment
1: go ahead first time first time i cried in the movie yesterday that's, uh, all that's, right, that's, 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 right. that's number one. That was the, that was the first tear that was shed is, uh, I love you 3000. The way he reacts, the way he walks out, the way he tells Pepper. It's just, obviously that's, that's adorable the first time you're seeing it. But when you, when you're rewatching this movie and you understand how things come full circle, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that, that got me and it gets me every time I rewatch it. But yep, that's number one.
0: How about his reaction there? Robert Downey Jr. Just the way he says what he's he's kind of speechless. Almost. Got the popsicle in his mouth. Is, wow, three yes. thousand. And then it's to immediately he goes back to pepper. <laughs>
1: you were somewhere into the you know the low to high eight hundreds. <laughs> so funny.
0: It's it's so beautiful, and uh, so I looked into this, and it, the story was always that this was a way of. Marvel and the Russo brothers saying, Hey, there's 3000 minutes of MCU movies. This is why we said that now that happened to be a coincidence. There's so there's, there's 3000 minutes roughly between all the movies leading through infinity or uh, through Endgame. kind of crazy, right? Like to, to have that, what actually happened. So I had a double check before I talked about it, Robert Downey Jr. One of his kids did actually in fact, say that to him at bedtime once. It was very much in the way that this Morgan Stark interaction happened, where she said, I love you 3,000 after he said, I love you tons. Uh, so that's, that's pretty cool. So, the, that's one cool. of the Russo brothers had an interview and said, We'd love to take credit for it, but this was all RDJ. He brought it up, said we should put it in the script. Not and that. uh, that's what happened. So, yeah, really special. I, I never knew that. I mean, that, that, really is,
1: that is thats like the, 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 the phrase of this film, right? Like, is there anything else that stands out more? I mean, come on.
0: Even in the uh if you watch the uh director's commentary with the Russo's and, and some of the, the writers on the show, Feely, uh it's funny because they say that that line happens and they go, and there you go. And that is on millions of t-shirts across the world now. <laughs> Where,
3: can <you laughs> like, oh, yeah. Where can you get one of those t-shirts?
0: We're gonna get one of those. The gigaburse dot Actually we're sold out of those. But soon, Uh-oh. soon you can get your hands on more of those. Uh Talking with Tony and Pepper on the couch after Tony is talking about how he solved the problem of time travel. Uh, He tells her basically that he can do it, but he'll drop it. And I love that. I love that so much that he commits to her. But Pepper's face, the performance here by Gwyneth. That's the moment I think she knows she lost Tony. She knows he can't put it down. She knows he, he will obsess... Over making sure that he can see this through, I think that's the moment in the movie where she goes and she says, "It would you be able to rest if you didn't do this?"
1: Yeah, there's there's a I lot of that... lot of great lines there. Like getting you to stop has been one of the few thing, few failures in my life. Like even even you get you get a little bit of levity, and, and Tony says, "I can't help everybody," and she's like, "Kind of sounds like you can." you know a little small little throwaway quip there it's just it's it's perfect i count this all starting at the i love you 3000 in this conversation that's all one cumulative cry moment because if i would have stopped crying this would have made me cry again but that's all it's all together one cry moment last night
0: Uh, i'm with you there thoughts on the character that is smart hulk
1: Love it. I think it. Some
0: people love it. Some people
1: hate it. I love it. I think that. Uh, first of all, I didn't think we can get more technically impressive than Thanos, and they did it. Uh, Smart Hulk, Professor Hulk looks absolutely phenomenal. Like I I don't understand how they capture the the emotions and like the the you know the facial mannerisms of uh Mark Ruffalo so well. Like it is. I think it's so good. Um, the fact that it happened off screen, whatever. We know it wasn't supposed to be that way, but not not a big deal. Um, I think it's really cool. I like it a lot.
2: So I'm a you know aesthetically speaking I'm fine with it but he's probably my least favorite character in the movie honestly I'm kind of on the opposite side of John um little corny uh I it's fine I I can't say I hate it he's just my least favorite part but obviously there's like a million favorite parts so
3: <laughs>
0: It's saying a lot right I I just th- I, I just think I didn't care
1: yeah at the end of the day I you can't you can't just have mark ruffle walking around as a scientist again in the hulkbuster suit like at the end of the day you can't do that like you, this can't be the avengers movie and the, and then at the same time you can't have him be a brainless brute that like, he really has no emotion like there's, there's too much at stake here so like it's the only thing that made sense and i think they handled so what, it really well
2: i would say this speaks to the, the mcu as a whole i guess not just a movie specifically they were moving so well towards getting hulk away from the brute right like in, in ragnarok he sort of uh. turned into more of a personality uh, yeah more so than the past. I mean, so hey, i would have like send here <laughs> oh, yeah right right i just would have rather seen that hulk that our continue for that hulk right rather than just professor hulk coming in yeah uh, just my opinion though you know i you don't mean? know
1: hulk out I, there's, <laughs>
0: <laughs> there's different sides to it for me i don't i didn't really have a strong enough opinion i was like eh, it's whatever um yeah, I, I think that's about it. Where uh, I'll move on. Thoughts on another character here, Bro Thor, as he's been deemed. A lot of people call him Fat Thor. I got thoughts
1: uh, on Fat Thor.
0: Let's let's talk about it. What what do we think of that character?
1: i think it's a i think it makes a lot of sense i think it's really i think it's good to start off i think it's a, we're seeing thor in a, in a very very low place i love it obviously there's levels of comedy there uh he looks co- comedic just off the bat like you've got the god of thunder is fat thought the prosthetics were pretty good there it looked it looked funny um again there's 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 some like level of it, it's dreadful but it's also kind of funny that whole scene that plays out kind of funny too again still kind of dreadful um I liked it. I just wish at some point, especially for the final battle, he would have shaved it off. I I didn't like seeing Fat Thor fight that final battle alongside Cap and Iron Man. Those three walk out. It's just the three of them. What's he doing? Waiting for us. It's a trap. I know. Let's walk up to it. It was so badass. It was the moment that we always wanted, but it was still Fat Thor. When he went up for the lightning and got his suit back, let him, let him be chiseled again. It's Thor. Nobody would care. Nobody would Nobody would think twice about him shedding the weight with, with lightning. That's my only thing is I just wish that he didn't end the movie as Fat Thor because it was just like, this is the last. This is it. This is Endgame. Give me peak Thor, please. And they didn't do it. So that, I, that's a, I do have that gripe. John, that's how that.
0: I initially yeah. felt. Uh, JT, I'm, I'm going to get to you real quick. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly how I felt when I saw it originally. I've got other perspectives that I want to bring. JT, take it. Yeah, you're
2: good. No, so it, I just is it Ty I is it Wikiti or Watiti? Wakiti. Right? Uh, Taika Right? Taika Waititi. I I suck with it.
1: It's a tongue twister. They're
2: they're gonna they're gonna do a funny thing with that though. He's gonna become chiseled in that in the next Thor movie. I That's total, be, you're it, totally. you're totally right, it, but was you know that I mean? worth gonna, but was that worth plan, not sure. us
1: seeing that in an oh, end game. Oh, is no. is That's that joke point. not worth us getting peak Thor in the final battle? I don't think so.
2: Right. No, no, 100%. I just know that they're going to play on that for sure. Oh, um, yeah. It's, and I, I can't wait. I can't would, wait. I'm with you. I would have rather seen just a total glow up. You know, we got the suit, why not everything else? but. So
0: I, that's how I feel. Some of the
2: perspectives I've heard and, and spoken
0: with at length with people who felt opposite. First of all, we see Fat Thor on screen. That's hysterical. I lost it, by the way, because I was like. We're thinking about Ragnarok, which really just happened not too long ago. Chris Hemsworth is comedic gold. That's hysterical. We see Fat Thor after five years. Come on. It's so funny. It's so good. uh, we'll we'll move on from this point relatively quickly. A few individuals I've come across have had issues with how it was portrayed uh, in terms of his alcoholism. And I don't mean to make light of any of that. And I don't think the movie really does either because it is Chris Hemsworth and it's just funny. But some people have had issues with how that was portrayed with his, his drinking issues. And then tying it into Fat Thor, what I've I've seen in terms of counter arguments to our point of view where we wanted to see kind of that Infinity War rag, Ragnarok Thor that chiseled, ready to go final form because we could see him cap and Iron Man all together. The point was that basically, like, he was enough. Like, he was okay even though he was he was overweight. He was at the lowest point in his life from an emotional standpoint, from a physical standpoint, that he was still worthy when he, he called out to Mjolnir and that he was he was still okay to go battle Thanos even though he was in that. I mean, he, he looks kind of like a dwarf from Lord of the Rings, <laughs> for better or worse, that he was okay still in that standpoint. I see that point. I recognize it. I appreciate it. But I'm still with you guys. Yeah. I'd rather still see at that point the arm up, the lightning. Ooh, even even Led Zeppelin playing at that point. Oh, dude, give it, it, right? give it to me. Give it to me.
1: It would have but, been too much. It would have been too much. Oh, but I would have loved it. Yeah. I, I, I would have loved every second of it. Right. It, it, so good. J-Mack in the chat said the braided beard though. That all could have stayed. It didn't have to be some kind of like, you know, three second shot of the glistening muscles. Just don't even mention it. Just have him do the lightning up, have him get his, his, his suit back on, and he's just like decently in shape again. That's all I really cared about. Okay, I, he's
2: like that when he's not powered up and in depression. You
1: know right, I mean? exactly. That's I fun. just, I, I didn't want to see the gut when he's out there fighting Thanos. It just, hey, it's just, you know, it's a superhero movie, whatever. Not a big deal.
0: I, I totally agree. I, uh, it, not everything needs to be scrutinized, right? Not as much as I like to bring up symbolism. Not everything has to be a symbol, but I think that's kind of the the counter argument I've heard. And anyway, it's not, it's not that dumb of an argument. Page. No, uh, I got my wish. I, albeit it was one movie late, I wanted to see Korg in Infinity War, <laughs> but we got Korg, one of my favorite MCU characters,
1: dude so good that, can he, that was another big pop for for me and like the pop culture at the time in the theater they were playing Fortnite and they showed Fortnite on screen <laughs> they literally showed Fortnite, and i know jt was probably freaking out too man I was like what ah so crazy
0: how great is it? he goes thor thor new masters <laughs> so new there's a f- there's exactly. so
1: much behind it i know <laughs>
0: The, the funny fan theory is that new master 69 is deadpool and i think that that would
3: be oh there the, there's so another awesome. one there's another one
1: that says it's Wong. a lot of people are team Wong on, uh, on on new master 69 i see that a lot too but at the end of the day thor says like you know go cry to your daddy and he calls him a little kid and stuff like that so canonically it doesn't doesn't hold up
0: yeah i um man what a wonderful way for deadpool to em- enter the mcu that,
1: that been- would be fun and again th- even if that was never the case i'm not above it, Marvel, to just retcon it, and like, that is the case from now on. Like that's totally fine. I'm totally fine with that.
0: I would love it. I would love for Ryan Reynolds in Deadpool three, which is happening, folks, for him to start the movie and be like, "You may have seen me in this franchise before," and just flash back to that really quick with Cord complaining. I'll yeah, he's awesome. on the
1: other end of the mic, dude. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Be
2: amazing. Um. The,
0: so, we're, flash forward. We've got Clint Barton. He's he's slicing down all sorts of of bad people here. The, the swordsman at the end that he is facing, from a fan standpoint, he is, uh, I don't know the name of the actor, forgive me, but he plays Kenji in Rush Hour 3. Rush Hour is one of my favorite movie franchises ever, so I love that little tidbit. They're, t- they're talking about going back in time. I love Don Cheadle talking about strangling baby Thanos.
1: <laughs> yeah, It's, <laughs> it's Thanos. And, and, that, and that's
0: awful. and that's
1: and that scene was necessary because they kind of defined the rules of time travel in this film. And again, those are, those are the rules that would make sense if time travel were real in, a, in a, a practical theory. So,
0: I'm happy they did that. Yeah, and I'm happy that the discussion was open and that even uh, Scott says so. Back to the Future is a bunch of bullshit. Like I yeah. love that movie. Right?
1: <laughs> it wasn't the first time it was referenced in this movie yet. So far,
0: no, it's not. it's so good i love that because it's self-awareness i've talked about this throughout the mcu reviewed it's self-awareness to what's going on and what's realistic what's not time travel you're really going down the route of time traveling in the biggest movie in the that time travel it's a
1: it's a time heist
0: (laughs) (laughs) right right uh one of my favorite parts of the movie man every time Hemsworth is on screen it's awesome but they're talking about the infinity stones Thor is up first and he gets to recap the ether <laughs> and it is brilliant. It's I love so what He good. talks about. He goes, "Ooh!
3: <laughs> Dark elves, <laughs> ooh!" <laughs> and like the you, you you can just that see that
1: it's like a yeah, yep. Yeah. His frame of mind, where he's like, some, "It's not really a stone. It's more of a, of a, a smoky." Someone said it was a stone. Strike that from the record. Like his, his his frame of mind is just so. He's like all over the place. He thinks he's contributing. He thinks he's like, you know, being the helpful guy in the room. But he's just like, yeah, he's yeah, he's no, he's, he's the Biglebowski at this point.
0: Hemsworth saying, "I'll have a bloody marriage." <laughs>
1: no, no.
3: <laughs> no
0: <it's not. laughs> I know it's sad but him talking about his losing jane and then his mom it's still really it's so funny
1: (laughs) it's like my my old flame she was my mom she died it's 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 perfect the delivery is so good what a just they just unlocked the next level of thor when they just like took the chains off of thor and let him be funny man
0: dude if ragnarok doesn't happen if hemsworth doesn't go to feige and MCU leadership and say we need a new person in charge of the Thor franchise and if Ragnarok doesn't happen we Infinity War and Endgame are not as good
1: No, they're not. And it's almost like they, it's like, alright, all of these original Avengers are getting their final send off and some are dying and some are, whatever. It's like, wait a minute. This isn't, this isn't the original Thor. We unlocked like a, we're, we're on X Games mode with this Thor. Like we're, we're making more of this. He's not dying. I don't, it was probably an old script where Thor died and they threw that out of the window once Ragnarok came out. Like we're, we're, we're going full send with this new Thor.
0: Ragnarok happens and it is game on. That's like, that's
1: Thor 1 again, dude. That's a new Thor movie
0: talk about a rebirth man so awesome uh love the original team working together i we we talked about that I, what i like about this movie as a whole as opposed to a specific moment is it's a little bit of a greatest hits compilation while still moving infinity war and the entire mcu towards not only resolution but also a rebirth as we get all these new series these sequels with dr strange and spider-man you name it we get to revisit what made it special even even thor the dark world and they made it, it made better
1: it, it yeah. did i remember once they once they said like you know once once they laid out time travel was the key and once they got in that little conference room they started talking about okay where were the stones and like when can we find them i just got so excited i'm like oh we're going back to old movies we're going back to old movies like where are we gonna go i got soap i'm like are we gonna see avengers like where are we gonna see all these different stones once they did that i got so excited and they all it all paid off everything was perfect the scene with the scene with Hulk and uh, was it Hulk, Tony, and um, uh, Widow just like talking about New York? They're just shooting the shit. He's like, and, and she just realizes, wait a minute. There's it, 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 if you pick the right year, there's three stones in New York. <laughs> Hulk, shut the front door.
3: It's so good. It's so good.
1: Yeah. It's Damn,
0: good. this movie just hits on every level. Guys, I love the moment that Thor talks sense. Or, excuse me, Rocket talks sense into Thor. In the flashback or really the the revisit to the dark world moment i love that thor is talking about having a panic attack you know again mental health we're talking about with his issues and he slaps him and he basically says you can do this and john you joke that he says your mom's dead dead there's some people who are only kind of dead and it's something so special that rocket really gets serious there for a second and has that leadership that he claims to have from Infinity War, when he says he's the captain of the Guardians of the Galaxy, he yeah. actually fills that role a little bit here. He steps up because he lost everyone, and I love that he talks about the Guardians of the Galaxy and how he lost them. And he says the the chick with the antenna. Yeah, was,
1: yeah it's, it's, it's again. He doesn't it's just, even know her name. They do such a perfect yeah. job of with like, these very serious moments, just like introducing that levity. And don't forget, this isn't the only time that he he bestowed like this wisdom and empowered Thor to make the right decision. Earlier in the movie, Thor didn't want to leave his house, and he's like. There's beer in the fridge. What a what a beautiful moment. What a way to what, what a what a pep talk to get him to to join the join the cause. Of course, there's beer in the fridge. Let's go.
0: <laughs> what kind? So what good. Kind. Um, so in that sequence too, again, Hemsworth is comedy gold, and he goes, "Are you crying?" And he says, "No." And then he goes, "Yes." It's <laughs> so good. It's so good. Like I man, I gotta go watch this movie again. Uh. Back to, talking about flashbacks, we're t- flashing back to the 2012 Avengers. <laughs> They're such like a college group of friends. They make the hulk take the stairs, and I think that's hysterical.
1: Yeah, it's funny. Like,
0: like the, get out. There's no room for you. And but of it's course, practical too because
1: there's a weight limit. Like I mean, I, you know, we're talking a couple of tons here. I'm not trying to fall to my death on an elevator.
0: And thankfully, because of that, we get the Loki Disney Plus. Yes, all
1: that all happens because Hulk had to take, take the stairs.
2: so many stairs Uh, okay to climb stairs so Loki could walk
0: exactly (laughs) this is gonna be that moment for, for some people I know but man my theater lost it when Cap in the elevator says hail Hydra
1: yeah, that's really good. Oh, they, they set it up so well. I mean, they're, they're getting you back into that elevator scene. You, you think, you think Cap's about to, yeah, I think, I think there's some shots of him like tightening his knuckles a little bit. He's got, you know, you got all the familiar faces in the, you know, what was it? Crossbones, whatever his other name is in the elevator. Um, it, it, it's just, they do such a good job getting you ready. Like elevator scene V2, baby, let's go. And he just leans over El Hydra and walks out.
0: And, and at that time, not, not too long before that, if I recall, that's where the comic came out, where Cap says Hail Hydra. So they work this into the story, and it's like, it's a dream for so many people. Yeah. Uh, again, tying in the long-term fans with people who, like us who are more just MCU-based fans. Uh, Cap versus Cap is hysterical for a number of reasons, but Chris Evans really nails this performance. And when he says, I can do this all day... Uh, the other yeah, I know, Evans I know. Says, yeah, I know. <laughs>
3: <laughs> this is perfect. It is. Oh, man,
0: it's so good. The Sorcerer Supreme is talking with Bruce Banner. She immediately gives him the stone when he talks about Doctor Strange giving the stone away in Infinity War. And that's yes. a pivotal
1: moment. For me. It is. Can we talk about how Banner just straight up lied to her? about bringing the stones back and convincing her that he'll bring them back to where they're, where, you know, we'll just put them back to another place in time. It's like it never happened. They were out of pin particles. They only had enough for one trip. <laughs> he just straight up lied to her. Like it's just, I mean, it, it, like the only, if, if the only plot hole I can find in the entire MCU is that one, but yeah, he's just like, yeah, we'll, we'll bring them back. Don't worry. No, you won't.
2: <laughs> I just think it worked out too that, uh, him telling her that, that Strange gave up the stone was really the reason why she gave it right.
1: Oh, for sure. Um, that, that that scene hit so hard. Like that that was yeah.
0: Right after that, let's talk about Thor's moment with his mom. Just such beautiful again emotion from Hemsworth and how that scene went down and getting kind of that almost closure, so to speak, with that character that we didn't get from Dark World for her untimely death. But with him talking with her and how she interacts with him really knowing what's going on without knowing what's going on that he's from the future even hemsworth again another great delivery
1: i'm from the future i'm totally from the future uh, Gosh, she's like i know he i know
0: just, he kills it it's so good and then of course the end she says eat a salad yeah. what a motherly hysterical thing to say for <laughs> fat thor he calls to me and he gets it and he just knows that he's still worthy
1: it's good Awesome. I'm so really many, good
0: so many levels so, Stan stanley's final cameo
1: yeah we we were wrong last week we said it was we said it was captain marvel i forgot that he he had one here
0: i i brought it up but i wasn't sure totally like how that played out like did they have footage of stanley that they just de-aged like i don't know what the behind no, like the scenes no they didn't
1: No, they didn't they didn't do any de-aging or any kind of placement of of stanley every cameo he did he did in place for the movie that it was shot for and that makes sense because this was shot back to back with infinity war
0: it's a beautiful thing oh gosh to, again we're talking about parents what an amazing way for this movie to not just wrap up the original Avengers storylines, but to give us closure for a lot of things that went unanswered, we get Tony Stark's time with his dad who he wasn't, he knew he loved him, but there was still this rockiness, right? We see it in civil war with his flashbacks. We see with how he talks about it in the iron man movies here, Howard, this is man I didn't tear up, but this was pretty damn close for me. Howard says the kid's not even here yet. And there's nothing I wouldn't do for him. And I, every time i think about that i'm like oh my gosh
1: it's just it's, so so it's amazing. awesome and uh, yeah all the little lines tony drops about how he's so appreciative of his father even though things were rocky like it's just it's a really good scene one that i didn't even come close to expecting in a movie that was going to be you know as packed as avengers endgame to get more closure with tony and tony and howard really cool
0: yeah it's so awesome dude uh, right after that we see uh thanos's ship this is just a a, a visual standpoint for me it's kind of uh, not slow motion, but it's billowing through smoke. And I just think this is one of the most beautiful visuals in any of the Marvel movies. I know this is so vague, but it happens right after the sequence with Howard and Tony. And it flashes back to they're going to be talking to Nebula shortly. But it shows the ship just going through space and what looks like this smoke going on. It's just really, really awesome. It's it's so well well done. Um, once Vormir showed up, do you guys instantly feel feel that dread, especially oh. with knowing the two characters that were assigned to that trip?
1: Hundred percent. Yeah, once yeah, it's like how how did that how did nobody talk about this? Like how did how did Nebula not like talk about that? Like, you know, let that little bit of info go that and then but at the same time I, my brain goes to like, what if what if they sent a pair of people that didn't have any attachment? Like you have to lose what you love to get the, you know, trade trade a soul for a soul, sacrifice what you love. You know, what if it was like, I don't know, Black Widow and, and Rocket? <laughs> like how would they get the stone then? <laughs> you know obviously it so didn't it's gonna work true. out that way
0: I that sequence as soon as it's funny too because like those those two haven't been to space so they're on the one that has to go to the foreign planet like it, it's kind of interesting
1: oh yeah but, but it, it was it was perfect I, I have it in my notes that i talked about a little earlier this 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 vormir scene is the best looking scene in the mcu the the colors the cinematography it's it's just perfect. I, I could watch this scene on repeat so many times. Besides Clint's running. Clint is running very, very oddly. Why why are his arms so close to his? It looks weird. Kinda of takes me out of it for a second. But everything else is beautiful.
3: Who did you guys so when, think when was gonna shot?
1: die? I, I always I always thought it was gonna be Nat. I always thought it was Nat. Just just, just the family ties I and don't everything re- like that. Recall. Yeah.
0: I don't recall having an opinion on that at all. I just, it,
3: just know, something
2: not I I I was I I thought that. I mean I I thought for a second maybe Hawkeye because you know Pain is Ronin uh yeah uh, that that's
1: true it's, that it's, they they they, they, uh, they kind of did set that up as like unforgivable, you know. It's it's right, pretty it's right, pretty dark. It's right, like, you know, it's almost it's, like he's he doesn't want to go back, but Right. Yeah. but
2: then you know you, you look back it's like okay, Natasha was so close to to obviously Hawkeye and and the family. She's like I'm not going to let you let your kids come back, and not have a father, right? right. So, and, and what
1: yeah. I mean, what does she have? I mean, I mean, Hawkeye is literally her her family. And again, the the right. Elena thing wasn't really established yet, and you know that's right. that's something we learn more about in the future. But that wouldn't have hit home if we you know if if Black, Black Widow doesn't die because of the Elena, right? Right,
0: right. Dude, the insane symmetry and simultaneous one eighty from Infinity War's version of that scene, which is close to shot for shot, is so awesome. So we flash back to Infinity War. Thanos is there to accomplish his goal. And he drags Gamora, who he loves, off the cliff there because he's selfish. He's a horrible, horrible person. He's trying to kill trillions in the universe, right? Because of this demented reality that he thinks will exist. Here, we have two people literally trying to throw themselves off the cliff to save the other person. It's so different from him dragging Gamora off the cliff and these two saying, no, I'm going to do it. Despite... Hawkeye stakes here that he could get his family back, but he's still saying, "Nope, I'm going to be the one to do it." Right. And it's it's magnificent. It's so it's so well shot.
1: What I will say is that like is once that- he, once he was knocked down and out, I didn't expect him to pull out an arrow and <laughs> have it blow up next to Nat. That was dope. That was such a cool way to like you know he's far away. It's not like he can grab her. Oh wait, he's Hawkeye. That's literally his entire character is arrows. Like what a what a cool way to do that. Right, hundred
0: percent. Uh, last thought on that scene, a personal little Easter egg, which is not an Easter egg at all. It's just funny. Uh, when they show up, uh, Red Skull says, daughter of Ivan, son of Edith. That happens to be my grandparents' names, which is super weird. Ivan and Edith. Uh, Edith is my daughter's middle name now. But my oh. sister and I always see that scene. And we saw it in theaters and kind of went, what? You just hear what? You're what is happening there?
3: Yeah, that's crazy. I, I
0: love it. Uh, anyway, how pretty is the iron gauntlet
1: it's my gosh it's very dope
0: it's i thought thanos version of that was awesome until i saw this
1: for sure pretty sick it's way better it's red
0: uh thor says what do you think is coursing through my veins right now Cheese whiz (laughs) and there's bloopers uh it's not in the official bloopers on disney plus or on the 4k blu-ray I saw it somewhere, I wanna say online, Don Cheadle, they have like 10 different takes of stupid things he says. That's
1: awesome. You gotta look it up.
0: It's so funny, he says like a different snack every time. He's like, Oreos, (laughs) Cheetos, it's so good. Oh my gosh, Cheese Whiz obviously was the winner. Perfect. What a transition to the last act. We think everything's fine. We see Paul Rudd walk out and there's life, there's birds flying around a Hawkeye gets a call from his wife dude. and then the dread it's a, it's a perfect transition. It's, it's, it's so good. Cause you knew it wasn't going to be that easy, right? No, but I mean, you feel you, you, it they, just they, your belief for, a for,
1: for sure. And they set that up perfectly because Nebula's there and she opens the portal and you see the ship first. So like they, they, they kind of just put that a hold for a second. So they're like, Hey, put a pin in this. We're going to give you, we're going to give you the snap. We're going to give you some birds. We're going to give you the call. But all of a sudden that missile dude, oh my god i I watched this uh so I moved into a house recently uh my my home theater setup is is pretty decent I've got a subwoofer that's literally pointed at my chair and i had i watched that movie like I said yesterday movie theaters type scenario lights off t v max brightness sound cranked bass up dude when that missile hits it's it's it it was like a theater like experience it was nuts in the chest.
0: It's intense for sure. And they don't beat it around the bush. Let's go. This is time to act. Uh, we see the Marvel Trinity, so to speak, go after Thanos. We touched on that a little bit uh, with with uh, Bro Thor and, and Cap and Iron Man. But how how much did your theater lose it when Cap called Mjolnir?
1: It's, uh, it's insane it's it there's nothing there's nothing like it there's no moment like it in in that that I've ever experienced in a theater it's just like it, and it's filmed so well Thor's down and out and they it, it's it's like there's this there's this suspension of disbelief that he's calling Mjolnir back it's filmed so perfectly like you might not even think twice about it you might not even think twice about it when it's hanging there in the air but the the camera just sticks on Mjolnir a second longer than it should have and you're like Oh, something's happening. Something <laughs> is up. The direction is so perfect because again, everything makes sense. This all makes sense. Thor can he can wield both. Wait a minute. Why is it hanging there for so long? What's about to happen? Oh my god, dude.
0: dude JT, I see. I see the emotions I, on your face. Talk about it.
2: I I, I I'm in the theater. And it, the extra second, John. I I swear. I, I I don't know if I said that specifically. I was like, they they held on it too long, is what I said. Like in the in the middle of it happening, I'm like, why? Why is it just? Why is it just? Why? Are, I'm just. I freaking start freaking yeah. out. I'm grabbing angel. I'm shaking. I'm I'm jumping up and down. Everybody yeah. in the theater is doing the same thing. Oh my god! He did it! He did it! I'm just all freaking out. I was. Uh nothing nothing that's my that's one of my two moments in this movie and it it's just going back to ultron man age of ultron right
1: like we knew we knew he moved we it knew. he moved it you know he what just... he
2: the last what was um the last the, the the rumor i guess is out there is the last thing cap needed to do to be able to be worthy was to finally tell tony he knew about his father
1: See now that that's been debunked by the Russos. The Russos have said that he he's all, okay. he's all he's all he's always been worthy. He just didn't want to show it. He he didn't want to make Thor feel like you know, he, he, he he felt oh, it move. I liked it even better. Yeah, so that that I, I've heard I've heard that thing too. I've heard both. And again, you know, it's oh, it's a movie. I like that better that do what you want with one. it. You know, but wow. I
0: love both ideas there, JT. And that was prevailing for a while where they were like, is is it because he had this one last thing to clear off his plate? but there was always that doubt which one was it and no it's because he's just a good guy but at the end of the day Thor feeling inadequate
1: that had to make sense because he couldn't he wouldn't have moved it at all it wouldn't it wouldn't have budged a, a bit if he wasn't unworthy right like it moved it moved right <laughs>
0: if
2: he was a little bit worthy maybe
0: there's they no little
1: worthy like, worthy the is the absolute that i
2: knew it like thor what is that obviously you know he he knew
1: he it's knew a callback that. to that like, for sure no, no doubt. Oh, and again, yeah. it's it's just such a, it's such a, it's a sleight of hand play because I'm never thinking about that once throughout this movie. There's so much going on. I'm never wondering whether or not Thor's gonna wield Mjolnir during the final battle. Like, I would never, I don't have time to think about that. I, the, the universe is at stake. Half the population is gone. Who's gonna live? Who's gonna die? Like, this is insane. Never thought about that. So, like, they, they just, it's such a win for them. It, it, like, there's no way you could have predicted that. It was just so perfect.
3: Again,
0: service to people like us who are MCU fans plus longtime comic fans where that happens. Wow. My theater lost it. It was loud in there. Yeah, like I, was, I don't even
3: remember was like being dude.
0: at a sporting event. It was unbelievable, and then the the aftermath there. The next minute, him kicking Thanos's ass all over the the field. It was yeah. just insane.
1: And we got glimpses of Thor and uh, Thor and Cap using that that combination of uh, of the shield and Mjolnir together in uh, Age of Ultron. But just to see Cap wielding both, he throws the shield behind Thanos, throws Mjolnir at the shield, the shock wave. Like it's just so well choreographed. It's it's it's. There's no better battle than I think that hand to hand combat scene when it's uh when, first. I think that just in general, anytime. Anytime Mjolnir and Stormbreaker are fighting Thanos in that last battle, like that, that's the best we ever see of like fight choreography in the MCU. Whether it's just Cap or whether it's Cap and Thor switching, like you get the little one, like all that kind of stuff. It's so cool.
2: how Cap just know how to kick some ass with me. I can't say, but Mjolnir, you know, (laughs) he he, like what did he just remember how Thor fought with it? He's (laughs) like, I'm gonna do this, but I'm gonna add some Cap to it. Like, right? He's been watching Thor for years. He knows. Oh. so cool dude dude thor with the line that you just
0: delivered john no no, you get the little one it's so good (laughs) oh it's so good so let's fast forward we get a visual right as we're at basically what we think is the bleakest moment the avengers have screwed up again they've essentially let future or i guess past different dimension thanos and his army through a portal right to earth and it's about to be messed up worse than it could even possibly they brought
1: that they brought him to all five stones (laughs) they they fixed the problem but they brought they brought thanos back to all five stones oh my god
0: they did and the visual of cap versus the world there is poster worthy to me He's standing there. Titans the shield. Destroyed. Half a shield left. He ain't giving up. Of course, he doesn't say, I could do this all day. But you know he's thinking it, right? As longtime fans, we know that's what he's thinking. We see Thanos. We see his army. It's him against the world. We get the moment. We hear some static in Cap, Cap's ear. We hear, on your left, we see we see the glimpse of the Doctor Strange circle come through. It's dead silent in the theater, but when that static pops through, people start going, "Yes, yep. yes, yep." And then one by one, like a crazy musical again, the end of a just this intense play, we get one by one. We get Spidey, we get the Guardians, we get T'Challa walking through. The relief on Cap's face, on Iron Man, on Thor that they have friends that are here in the fight. They have an army ready to go. The music starts building up. We get the dun 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 dun. Stop! It pauses. There's the chant on the field. There's the sound. Mjolnir comes to camp. He screams, "Avengers!" The theater goes quiet. And then we get an intense, a motivated, a driven assemble. Thor screams. Everyone runs forward. My theater loses their collective mind like the Buffalo Bills just won a Super Bowl and then we get that freeze frame motion with the Avengers the ultimate slow motion sequence of every Avenger leading that fight towards Thanos's army that is my all-time movie moment all time Star Wars MCU Lord of the Rings you name it that's it for me and what a moment it is how could it have been? How could it have been done any better? They could it's, not have executed that any better.
3: It, it, you got, you got, even,
1: you got two and three out of me, out of my my cry times, and I'm already tearing up right now just to, just to hear you deliver that, man. Oh my god, yeah. So my, my on my list of times I cried last night, on your left, just the second the SATA kicks in, the second the SATA kicks in, the tears are there. I'm just like, oh man, like it's it's too perfect. It's too much of this is too perfect callback the relationship with sam of course it's sam of course it's sam and then the the, the other one I'm is Avengers. If, yeah, exactly are you kidding me are you yeah. kidding me yep
0: to see all of them even the little bit of uh dialogue between uh wong and dr strange <laughs> he's like he wanted you wanted more? more people yeah their little brotherly sass back and forth but that score man alan silvestri of course, we get goosebumps thinking about or hearing the Avengers theme, the song that plays in the trailer. But this one's a little bit different. It because is. They needed that extra bit of, uh, be, the little bit of delay where it goes din, 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 and then it pauses. Cap says the line we've been waiting for a decade to really hear, and they go. What a and uh, seriously, when Thor screams, and they start charging, dude. I can't not watch that mo- that scene and cry like i can't i I get th- to tears every single time in it, and that's that's the moment for me i can't I can't believe it exists
1: it's so cool like
2: we we usually do what's our moment like this is all agreed that's the moment that's that's, that's, that's the game. collective moment of the that's film the sure moment It's it the it. moment of everything, and I scream every time I watch it. I promise you, I legitimately could actually physically run through a brick wall right after watching. Yeah, it. Like absolutely. I, it it's it's a callback of right. It, it's like he he was so close to saying it at the end of uh, what was that Adventure, Ultron. Ultron. Right? Yeah. He uh, and it's just like you know, but the the emotion they saved the, it. The payoff. They did
1: it. It's.
2: I have to, I'm watching this again tonight. Like I'm staying up to three in the morning. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Same. I I need to go watch that. Dude, there's nothing like the last 45 minutes. Someone said earlier in the chat, like the last 45 minutes, you can just watch over and over and over again. You know what I mean? And, uh, just the, 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 the satisfaction, the awareness of of the Russo brothers and Feige, and and the actors and the actresses and everybody involved, like Joe, you like the way you just said that. I almost like cried again, just like John said. You know oh, I mean? did. I got some tears. <laughs> like like Chris,
3: man.
0: Chris Evans' delivery of that line. In my head, I always imagined, Avengers Assemble."
1: It was so gritty. No, it was so gritty. It was so like it was this tart. is it. Right. beat your ass. I
0: think back to Avengers and Tony Stark talking to Loki and, and basically saying, you better, well, you be sure, I'm sorry, I'm butchering this, we're going to avenge Earth, essentially. Right. That's exactly the moment I think of. And I talked about the Thor scream there and watching the Avengers fly towards uh, the army. How about also talk about how intense and amazing this is? Thanos delivering his arm there, basically to be like, "We're gonna meet them midway." Oh right. my gosh, dude!
1: Literal war oh my scene. God. Like it's it's yeah, it's, it's nuts.
2: So perfect. The way they it's you know. my
0: all time moment for any movie ever. There's I don't. If it's ever topped, I'll be a happy man. But yeah, I don't think right. it
2: will be. I, just, I can't see it. Like this, this is it. <sighs> this is this is apex moment. We will never see something close. I don't know, the, the guys. I, I think I
1: think during Eternals when the, all the Eternals at the end <laughs> of that movie got together. <laughs> oh
3: no!
2: Honestly, and it, it's you know with you, Joey. It, like there's uh, nothing that can top this. Nothing.
0: So the in in that battle, guys. There's it's gonna be hard to pull ourselves back, right? Like I'm, I'm struggling now. There's so much to appreciate if you have seen all the MCU movies. I'm a big advocate that you don't necessarily always have to have seen every single movie in a franchise to appreciate it. It helps, but you don't always have to. In this, there's a big payoff left and right. One of my favorites is when the Wasp uh, calls Captain America Cap. Cap. That was a big deal, right? Yep. Call him like, Cap. Yeah, oh, so good. You're, you're cool enough to call him Cap? <laughs> like, get out of here. Get it's out so of here. So <laughs> wanda let's talk about wanda she almost ends thanos
1: we have confirmation from the russos that she would have like there there's no there's no gray area there's there's no conversation she would have killed thanos right there is what they said If, if there was no intervention she would have killed she would have killed him
0: She's that powerful, guys. That's oh, crazy.
1: She's ready to Jeez. rip this man apart limb from limb and he's crying out to his soldiers like, "Shoot down. I don't care. Save my life." Like he, yeah, that's it's a crazy scene. She
2: was, she is, she's going to be the for strongest
1: sure. Every period. yeah, the strongest period. And and, and even she was and,
2: signed on for seven more years. Oh, I, can't,
1: I can't I can't wait. She, she's incredible. And again, the, the 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 start of that scene is like, "You took everything from me. I don't even know who you are." You will. Yes. <laughs> ah uh,
0: what em- emotional impact there because if they don't say that you know people like us are thinking well what,
1: yeah why would that us react stuff? to that yeah but they, he says
0: that how motivating would that be if you had a rival or someone you didn't like and they're like i don't even know who you are right that's the worst thing because you haven't been in their head yet right but she takes it to a, new a level.
1: badass in her in, it's just like it's, awesome. just, it's just a, a war of escalation she has a badass line he has a badass response and she goes you will Ah, yeah. she's about to re- she's literally gonna, rip she's him, him the
3: for
2: yeah. <laughs> like, like, oh, them come on grimace
0: <laughs> yeah, we, we, gotta, we gotta watch WandaVision again before Doctor Strange comes out oh, for oh, a man. number of reasons mm-hmm. not the least of which is that moment God, when the ship stops all the ships that Thanos has they stop firing down and they slowly pivot up I totally forgot oh, that yeah. we didn't have Captain Marvel and she yeah. comes in and
3: it was talk cool. about a
0: powerful character Holy shit, man. She flies through those ships like it's nothing. And by the way, saves the day because Thanos is ready to snap before she interacts there.
1: Is he ready and to snap? And he
0: headbutts her. Yeah. He's ready oh, to snap. Oh, you're right. He
1: does have the he's stones. Ready. Yeah. She yeah. He
0: interferes. It's literally right at that headbutt, moment. Man. Yep. That was another applause moment for us in the theater. He headbutts her.
1: And nothing. No. no Stoic. Exactly. Yeah. What a cool moment. Talk about that
0: moment. What do you guys think is as you see her like flying in for they're like something's in the atmosphere? Yeah. I totally
1: forgot about her. Oh, so I, I was told, I, I, yeah, once, once the guns pointed up, I totally knew it was Captain Marvel. Like, that was where my head went immediately. I knew, I knew that was coming. I, I that's where my brain was like, all right, where's Captain Marvel? She's of course going to be in the final battle. She hasn't been in this movie at all. They wouldn't have, they wouldn't have given us that solo movie if, if we weren't getting some kind of Captain Marvel payoff here. So like, where, where is she in this fight? Um, but I think like, even more so in that fight with, uh, with Thanos, all I'm thinking is, all right, how does he get the upper hand? Because she is just so ridiculously overpowered. And I I think they do it well. Like, yeah, she she's like, yeah. she's like, she's so overpowered. She's like, she's Superman. But they always find a way to kind of make it make sense. And I'm like, all right, so how does it make sense? How is Thanos going to get the upper hand here? And to pull out the Power Stone and just punch her with it? Oh my god, what a cool moment! So smart, John.
0: You talked about it in our Infinity War discussion. I think that Thanos is tactical with how he fights. Right? Right. He has to be there because he's going to get his ass kicked if not. Yeah, I think what a great way for them to do that because that's always the Superman debate. you got a character like Superman. What's the true kryptonite? And it's Thanos thinking outside the box there. Pretty, uh, that's pretty epic. And then, guys, the Tony Stark death scene. He says, just Jeez. as the MCU launched, uh, launched just about 10 years prior, it was, I am Iron Man. And what a delivery it was! Take it's great. It away.
1: I can't. I can't believe that, that that it took them so long to realize that that was the ending. They 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 filmed this movie It was ready to go. They didn't. They 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 came up with that line very late into production. They had to go back and that was a reshoot. They didn't have that. Somebody I I forget. You It was in the director's commentary where the Russos talk about it. That was not the original thing. It was. It was supposed to be just silent. Tony had no words when he did that originally. I, I believe right um maybe there's another one. i don't know but the, it wasn't supposed to be i am iron man so the fact that they finally came to their senses and figured that out oh my god it's so perfect
0: how could he not in my head say anything there even if it wasn't that right he's, think, totally yeah. he's gotta get the last word in he's a smart ass so it it's funny yeah. how it works out
1: right right
0: but like i am iron man are you kidding me
1: just full circle look
0: at what, there's no shortage of moments in this movie to talk about. And that is like. What a perfect way to round that out. Tony's death scene. The emotion there. With Pepper holding it together until he goes away, so to speak. Tom Holland being there. John, you're saying this is moment number four for you. You, you can finally
1: rest. As, as number four.
3: It was it's right when,
2: when Peter went up to. I, I cried the entire scene. I mean, just just right when he was laying down, when Peter went up to him first, and, and Mister Stark, Pepper went up.
1: Yep. Just All yeah, right. it's I'm always there. I'm always I'm always welling up, but once Pepper says you can finally rest, like that's when it's like you. Got it. Damn it, you did it. <laughs> you, you made you, you brought this full circle, that conversation at the beginning of the movie that I didn't think really mattered. And when she says that line, would you be able to rest? Like, I knew that there was something poetic about it, but didn't think you would tie it back to this f- stupid freaking death scene.
2: I hurt laying her head into him and crying. Like, i that's when I bawled, honestly. That, like, that was. Man. You get
0: the right characters there at the end, too, so to speak, right? You get Spider Man, who he's so close to, obviously, his wife. And as we often do in real life, right? whether it's a family member, a spouse, a, a child, a coworker, a friend, you're, I feel like a lot of us find strength in, in taking care of other people at their darkest moments. When we would also feel weak or emotional, we stand up. And that's what Pepper does for Tony there. She stands up, she holds it together and says, We won. You can rest now. And that's when he passes away and then she loses it because she can't hold it in anymore.
2: That's when I lost. Did you guys uh, see the deleted scene of when all the heroes were kneeling in front of him?
1: I actually don't think I did.
2: Um, I watched it, you know, and like they showed the entire scene with that. I'm glad they kept it the way it is now. Like that was the the way way they did it more personal. Joe, just like you said, with the carriages that were closest to him, um, and then, you know, he had the funeral afterwards. I think they were going to do both, which didn't make much sense to me. So I think everything that they did was perfect. The wedding scene.
0: So great, great point there, JT. If if you haven't seen it, uh, there that scene is extended. We see all of what we saw from the movie with everyone being close to him. But all of our heroes basically take a knee one at a time. To, like, say... This was our guy. It's a moment of respect. Um, To a lesser extent, it happens on the the field, right? We see that with athletes all the time. They take a knee. It's a sign of respect for someone who's hurt, uh, whether a little bit or significantly. And that's what would have happened there. And JT, I think you're right. It was too much. Because in the funeral scene, we go through all the characters. To do it twice would have lessened that impact a little bit. When that funeral scene hit.
2: T-Makes said in the comments, um, oh. Yep. Yeah, I just responded. You just yeah, so the yeah, so
1: that go ahead, John. <laughs> yeah, so that when they, they that was one of the first scenes they the scenes they filmed was the the funeral scene, and they referred to it as a wedding. So that nobody knew what that was. That that wasn't I know that people That's talk amazing. about. Oh yeah, people talk about Tom Holland. They told him it wasn't just Tom Holland. Everybody was given a script that said the wedding scene. And, like, I always think about that. I'm watching this funeral scene. I'm thinking, like, what did they tell these people to, like, how was that direction? Like, there must have been a moment where they're like, okay, things are really emotional. We're going to give some kind of tribute at this wedding. Like, be sad. Because everybody was, like, obviously depressed. But nobody knew that they were filming a funeral scene when that when that was happening. Because it was one of the first things they filmed. Because they had everybody together.
2: Figuring if they did at the end, they'd be able to, you know, the somberness of of moving on and all that. But right in the beginning, in real life, right? Because if they did this... You know they filmed it at the end of, towards the end of the filming in general. It's the end of the arc for almost everyone there, and it could have been the somberness, but they were able right. to do that so perfectly still. So,
0: um, the monologue from from Tony at the end, which is really a recording to his family, just in case he died right as they're about to do the time heist. It not only encapsulates, encapsulates. Excuse me the experience for Tony Stark in, in the, the Avengers and realizing that there's other planets, there's other with with life. Also there's enemies out there as well as friends really feels like an, just a summary of the MCU as well. He says 10 years ago, who would have pictured any of this?
1: It literally feels end- like an, it feels like an outro to the MCU. It, it is like Tony narrating over like how the world has okay. changed since the start of the MCU.
0: As J. Max says in the the chat, he says universe now, universe as opposed now. to world, Ugh, the war, yeah, all of it, and even talking about some semblance of normal feels like real life to to if, us. If there ever was a normal, right. right? It's it's very special to hear the the duality of what's going on there for the MCU plus real life plus Tony, actually really Tony Stark's character. <sighs> Happy Hogan's callback to cheeseburgers when he's sitting with Morgan Stark hits home for me big time. Of course, that's just an emotional five. moment because Morgan Stark doesn't have her dad anymore. What a horrible thing to go through life like that! But also, a nice little nod to Iron Man One. Jan- Remember, John- Burger King was a sponsor. He eats cheeseburgers.
1: John Favreau just oh. crushed it there. Like, it, what? What a good, what a perfect performance of the of this like. Uncle, fig, un, uncle figure to Morgan to just be able to, to like he doesn't know what's going on she know her she knows her father's not here anymore but she doesn't understand the gravity of that yet and to, to have him just be like that supporting role and and once she says cheeseburgers the like the, the the reaction on his face is like get you all the cheeseburgers you want your father loved cheese like it's just so perfect that's that's number five that's the fifth cry for me and that's a that's a big one yeah
0: that that one's really tough to get through man it's so beautifully delivered Favreau man. Builder of universes, this guy.
1: Destroyer of hearts. Um, (laughs)
0: uh, Thor and Quill's exchange on the the Milano at the end. Quill? Quill, yes. It's so priceless. Again, how many times have I said it tonight? How good Hemsworth is. The way he's, yes, yes, you are in charge. And the way he looks at Quill, oh my gosh and the rest of the guardians right we didn't get a lot of guardians humor because we didn't see them throughout but they're talking about having a duel to see who's the leader
1: yes yes use <laughs> knives these <laughs> <Yes>. <nice>. knives.
0: <laughs> give me them give oh gosh, me all of that in guardians volume
1: 3. yes and the all fact that it, the thor, thor says the asgardians we've been coining <laughs> that phrase for so long with thor and the guardians yes the Asgardians guardians <laughs> of the galaxy he says it Ah, oh, so cool that was a pop moment in my theater too when he said that
0: Oh, it's just so brilliant, so brilliant. I love all of it. Um, Captain America finally gets that last dance, fellas.
1: What? What a brilliant moment i mean like so we, we talk about it we, we talk about the fact that we're all right. what do they do how do they send off the the original avengers who are they going to send off we have no idea what phase four and beyond are going to look like we have no clue all we know about is spider-man basically and maybe some more black panther movies and stuff like that so we have no clue right so who's gonna die is it gonna be cap is it gonna be tony what do, what would you do with these characters to send off cap this way to let him live his life, let him go back in time, to let him age himself out with Peggy and, again, eventually just die of old age. Like, what a brilliant, what a perfect way. Like, he deserved it, and it was so good. It was so good.
0: Dude, it really is. I mean, you you don't get a, high, a happy ending for Iron Man. You get one for Cap. But in a way, you get the resolution for... For Iron Man and so many, right, right. It's what, it's what he so wanted.
1: Leveled. So it's what he right. started.
0: Exactly. To to see this come through, the old school music. Oh, yep. What a great way to end that. What an epilogue. Right. So,
2: so, yeah, so he was able to make his greatest failure his greatest accomplishment. Man, that was his goal from day one when the MCU started. To over. Right. He's here. He's yeah, there forever.
1: It. In, 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 be even plan. more about this, this this cap scene i mean that what now that i've seen the movie a bunch of times when with I when that that embrace between uh bucky and and cap i mean it's oh it, bucky knows it's over bucky knows he's gone in, it's it's very very clear that exchange is i forget the words that they say but it's almost like i'm gonna miss you or something like that And again it's gonna be five seconds for bucky but like very, very clear in, in his eyes that he knows that Cap's making a different decision than everybody else. And then the immediate panic from, from Sam, like, bring him back, bring him back. And Bucky's like, Hey, hey man, come on, come over here. Like, take, take a look. Yeah. Look over there. Yeah. And, and then that, and that handoff there is just, that, that's another, another one of those lines that I can't, you know, it's, it's so quotable. It's so crazy. Like, how does it feel? Like it's somebody else's. Well, it isn't. Just uh, I mean that, that's that's one of the few things that they really did to set up the future of the MCU, like in a on like a on the nose level. It's like okay, we have we've got some confirmation, we've got a new cap here. This is this is cool, but they they did that without without taking away the send off of 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 Chris Evans' cap. There, it's perfect.
0: Dude, how crazy was it? Like all these questions answered throughout the years. Whether Cap getting Mjolnir, uh, you think about even back to Winter Soldier. Who's, why were we thinking about this? But we were, it was, who's going to be the next Captain America? Is it, is it Bucky? Is it Sam? And right. Then, who would have thought we'd be getting not only confirmation. <laughs> Steve's on like the moon. Disney. <laughs> uh, yeah. We, we talked uh, about it. We'd be getting Disney plus series and, and a new Captain America featuring Sam. Like, it's just so awesome. Um, Yeah. Anthony Mackie in that role. He nails it totally. And Sebastian Stan too. Right. Uh, the credits very unique they roll out again dude right like every a musical.
1: time every time finish your thought on the credits
0: because you know what plays we get we get our incredible like bizarre cast list like i can't believe that again this exists of like 25 a-list celebrities in, in hollywood it's the cast list and for that,
1: the mcu i mean there's people who aren't even in this movie if, they're, they're they're paying homage to
0: then we get to the six, dude. And the you know what it plays? Up. It's the din, 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 din. again. It's what? the music right before the Avengers theme, and we got their signatures. It. Everyone was standing in our theater applauding them. Like one by one, they were walking out on stage. Right, that's what it felt like.
1: Legitimately, like a musical. And again, like I remember the first realization. It's like, oh, they're doing something really freaking cool for these guys. Like this is. and then it just like it all that like. Oh my god, they deserve it. They all freaking deserve it. This is so cool. And every time I watch it, the music is just so perfect. It's like they give that awesome, that a list. You know, this is what we've achieved with the MCU, and then th- these are the people that really made it happen. They- 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 these are the building blocks of the MCU, and they give them the credit they deserve. And yeah, every time I cry, that's number six. That's 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 the magic number. You guys were both off. It was it was six. I've cried <laughs> six times last night.
0: JT wins. He was the one closer.
1: He is uh, the winner.
0: Uh. It's so well done. It gets the cap and it's like, Oh my gosh. And then of course the lead up to the, the father of the MCU, right? I am Iron Man. We get Robert Downey Jr. There Um, real quick. I wanted to talk about one last thing in two forms. We get uh, deleted scenes that we kind of alluded to earlier. Uh, This one, I hadn't seen till last night. It's funny. There's an interaction in the huddle on the battlefield and Star Lord calls Dr. Strange, Dr. Weird. (laughs) I think that's hysterical. (laughs) That's cool. Uh, Dr. Weird, he says, I think that's so funny. Uh, second of all, what do you guys think about the kind of alternate sequence where Tony is talking to an older version of Morgan? Have you guys seen this?
1: I don't think so. In the Soul World?
2: Um, I, I saw that, and I, I think either Hockey or J Mac said it. I, I'm glad they kept that out, too. Um, Same. I got to
0: watch much of stuff here. I'm behind.
1: <laughs>
0: so there's a sequence where we get. Um, Catherine Langford? Is that the girl from 13 Reasons?
1: No, I'm not oh my sure. Gosh.
0: Anyway, she was rumored to have been his daughter in the movie for a long time. And when it didn't happen, I was like, what happened? Well, it, she was cut. Essentially, after Tony snaps, like Thanos in Infinity War, it's, it cuts to him talking to Gamora as a, a do- like, right. his, like six-year-old daughter. This one, Tony does that. It cuts to him talking to like a 15, 20 year old, somewhere in there, his daughter, Morgan. She talks about how she got to live a a life, even though she didn't have him. She says, mom is super strong. It's all these things where Tony has this instant regret that he did the right thing with bringing everyone back and basically destroying Thanos. And she reassures him that he did. And then, then he's able to rest. So it's a nice sequence. I think it was fine not being in the movie. It was fine being an, an alternate sort of scene, but it's still one worth revisiting.
1: Right, I'm gonna watch that. that that's might cool. Be
0: number, number seven, John. It's really hard in terms of the emotional factor there.
1: Right.
3: It's cool.
0: <laughs> that's it, guys. <sighs> uh, I'm sorry. That's all the notes I have. Just kidding. Yeah, that's it. Um, end game, man. Like, all right. Fa- let's let's do this. Favorite non-title character. Somebody take the reins. Who's your character of this movie? I don't give a crap if we double up. Yeah, go uh, for it.
1: Uh, to me, I'm going Cap with this one. Um, it, it just he, he, I don't know. It's it, 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 to me, it's like he. It, it's 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 his last. It, it's his last show. It's it's him. It's his turn to, to take the reins. Of course, he's done it before, but like he really takes he, he takes control of the the plan, and he, he he's so dedicated to making this happen to seeing to see him in the beginning like trying his best to be the that beacon of hope but even breaking down with that and saying is like yeah some people can move on and but we don't we don't do that that's not what we do we're we're always here we're always holding out hope um yeah, something about Cap in this movie just to, to me Endgame feels like Cap's movie. It just feels like again, you can't it, it, you you can't really objectively figure out a protagonist for this movie just like you can't really do the same with with Infinity War, but to me, I always kind of see it through Cap's lens for some reason. Um again, you, a lot of people will probably say the same thing about Iron Man, especially given given the payoff there. Um but yeah, it, it's Cap for me. It's just he, he just he takes the charge and he's always kind of at the forefront of all the planning and just like it being his 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 final movie, it's just, it just it does a lot for me.
0: John, I love that perspective. For me, it would be Iron Man in terms of kind of quote unquote whose movie it is as ridiculous as a, a thing as that may be. But I love your, your perspective there. Cause when I watch it again, that's how I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna think about that. JT, who's your who's your character for from the so, Oh um,
2: I it's not easy. I'm it's going tough. with I'm going with All right. <laughs> uh, Cap and Iron Man for okay. number one. For both reasons you've both stated. A second, just on a little funny perspective and just the fun part of it, uh, Rocket. Rocket was I great in this it. movie. Rocket was great just in this so movie. Good in this that, that's an that's an he's easy so one. Good. Yeah, that's and, not and bad. For, for all the reasons we say Cap and Iron Man. Uh, you know, are are, are are number one for me. They're tied. It's just th- this was their movie. So where you guys are saying it's either one or the other the perspectives, it's both of theirs. They both have their arcs. They're both uh They both closed them out in this movie, and there's nothing else maybe I want to see there's some, uh I kind of wanna see caps travels amongst the, bringing the Six stones back and making a decision, but you know neither here nor there but uh it, it's it's theirs they're they're you know the fathers of the m c u the fathers of the avengers the uh the, the centerpiece so it's a tie right. to see them through.
1: i'll take that.
0: Dude, Rocket's unsung. He's an unsung hero in this movie, for sure. So good, Um, dude. So good. Absolutely love it. Uh, Great suggestion there. You could go so many different routes, right? You could pick Cap. You could pick Iron Man. You could pick any of the original Avengers for a number of reasons. You could pick Captain Marvel for saving the day. For Wanda, for kind of going all crazy there and really being intense and being the strongest Avenger. I'm going to tie it back to the guy that I had from Infinity War, and it's going to be Thor. For me, man, Hemsworth is just so multidimensional. He can be funny. He can be endearing. He can be brooding. He can be tough. The culmination of all of those is what makes this special character just so memorable for me. Uh, And I, I thank Taika Waititi for bringing that fun back to that character. But really, it obviously does not happen without Hemsworth and what we saw in Ragnarok in infinity war infinity war to me it's thor's journey he's the guy not so much in this one but i love seeing what he overcomes and the emotional beats that he goes through to get back to the end and proving that he is still worthy um just i i can't wait for love and thunder which we're getting soon gotta get a trailer for that any day now and i can't wait for as guardians of the galaxy give me some guardians volume three
2: I was going to say that early, earlier that Hemsworth's range is just insane. So good, dude. He's he's really improved he's as awesome an actor. Just so awesome. And
0: JT, you talked about wanting to see a little bit of Cap's adventures there, so to speak. If Chris Evans were to ever sign on for a Disney Plus series, I would love to see an episode each of Chris or Cap putting those stones back and where yeah, they went. And even maybe fun. a this episode of. What life looked like with Peggy. Right. Uh, just my- That'd be
1: um. super cool.
0: Never say never. Everyone's got a price. So, okay. right. pony up, Disney. Let's go. At that moment, uh, we're, we're all going for the same moment, right? Like, yeah?
1: I mean, so th- that's the moment of the movie, but I've already talked about one that's, that's super special to me and, and it's Caps Farewell. I, I, that one's a big one. I, I think that I would, I would bring that up is right up there with, with, uh, the Mjolnir and, and with the Avengers Assemble. To me, that's just like, what a, what a clever way to, to kill off Cap without killing off Cap, right? Like they, they they ended Captain America. He passed the baton. He lived his life. Um, the way that the way that was shot and written was just like, man, it was super surprising. Like, I mean, what you start to you start to the, the the tensions building up throughout that scene. You understand, like, you can. There's a look on Cap's face. There there's a there's there's a tension in the air. Something's happening here. That conversation with Bucky that didn't didn't feel right. Something something's going on. And then you start to slowly realize that, like, yeah, he's he's going to live his life. And you know that conversation with with Sam after that. Seeing the ring, want to tell me about her? No, oh, I don't think I will. Like it's, it's really, really good. It's it's, it's a it's a perfect, perfect send off for for Cap. So that 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 would be mine, to be honest. Like if I'm not picking, you know, the most the the, the, the two most hype movies of blockbuster film history, I'll I'll pick that one.
2: Yeah. So a gentleman doesn't a, kiss and,
0: and tell, right? <laughs> and, uh, neither does Cap.
2: Just to give yeah. another moment, then, because we know the moment is is disassembled. But um, th- let's kill him properly this time. I mean, awesome. this, yes. just hearing that for some awesome. reason. I mean, that was just—I was like, yeah, uh-huh, yep. Go yep. do it, <laughs> please, please do that. They're together, uh, right, for yeah. the first time there
0: Those against three. Thanos. Yeah, it's a big first, deal. Was
2: that the first time they were together? Is it just the three since Avengers One?
1: Right. It's got well, no, well, I mean, well, maybe just the three. I don't know, but they were together. Right, in, yeah. In Ultron, they were together a ton right, before, right, right, before yeah. Thor goes off world, But
2: right, right. But
0: yeah, it's been a while since. Uh, but yeah good call all those moments for me obviously Avengers Assemble is number one but one underrated one that flies under the radar that gave me some dread and intense emotion is uh, on the battlefield in the heat of everything going on Iron Man says to Doctor Strange hey you talked about there being one opportunity and he says that he can't tell him and then a few minutes later it's getting dire they're about to lose again and Iron Man kind of just or uh, Benedict Cumberbatch his performance there with the oh my gosh, it's so yeah, good. Dude. It's really good. It's so good because you know he's not supposed to do it, yeah. but he's kind of like this is it, dude. He's twitching there. That's it for me. It's Doctor Strange telling him that this is the moment. It's Iron Man knowing that he's about to sacrifice himself and he has no other choice.
2: So your moment was the moment or that that moment?
0: <laughs> if it's if it's not any of the moments we've already mentioned, I would say that's top five.
3: For yeah. Me. There's so the many most,
0: to choose from. So yeah, that's a
1: cool uh, one. Cause that's a, that's a character who's obviously very prominent in the MCU from, you know, the time he got interest, uh, introduced, but had very little role in this movie because he was, you know, snapped away for five years. So to make that kind of an impact in that little time, is, is pretty sweet.
2: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Uh, just incredible stuff all around guys. I think it's time. I think it's time that we rank these things.
1: I don't want to do it. Let's go, John. Are, are we ready? <laughs> are we, we ready from a technical standpoint or an emotional standpoint? I don't know, dude. I don't know where uh, I'm both. at right now. I don't know. The rankings are up here. So you, I shot you guys the the updated rankings too. So I'll go. John, let's we, we, we update
3: from
0: last week?
1: We don't have to, to do any snap. update from last week. Yeah, we we can, we can can we can update from last week. So last week I used the snap. If you're not familiar, you can use a gauntlet snap much like Iron Man did and much like did and you can try to you can try to adjust the rankings of of uh you know the positioning of these movies i tried to snap to get guardians of the galaxy above black panther where i think it rightfully deserves to be uh i use a snap i don't get that that doesn't happen automatically i have to put a poll on twitter on the geekiverse twitter account uh, i have to see if more people or people agree with me they did not uh, black panther won the poll for some reason john thinks this involves him i don't know i don't understand why this was my snap and nothing to do with you john I wanted guardians above black Panther. Wasn't, wasn't, you know, My,
3: wasn't, it. Panther above it wasn't resentment
1: towards you. Don't know why you feel like you had to be involved in this at all, but uh thanks for doing so. It stays the same. I lost. Uh We got a lot of votes on that. We got some, we got some good viewage on, on that, on that poll. We got some, some good retweets. Um, We had over a thought, we had over a thousand votes on that poll. So that, that was a lot of fun to, to try to campaign for, for guardians over black Panther, but Hey, you know, we still have a Guardians movie ahead of Black Panther, so I'm I'm still happy.
0: Can I can I just say, based on the astronomical, relatively speaking, amount of listens on our Guardians and Guardians Two podcasts versus Black Panther, it doesn't add up. It doesn't <laughs> our add up. audience loves Guardians of the Galaxy? But hey, it is what it is.
1: It is what it is. I'm not. I really, I really thought that. Uh, getting, getting the poll in front of more people. Cause I, I didn't, I didn't, cause d- d- just a little history. We originally voted for guardians to be ahead of black Panther. That was because Josiah and I both agreed on that. John didn't like that. So he did use his snap and he successfully got black Panther uh, ahead of guardians of galaxy. I legitimately thought that was, that was because he got the poll in front of the right people. I thought that it would be a blowout. I legitimately thought that more people thought Black Panther was a better, I'm sorry, Guardians was a better movie than Black Panther. I didn't think it'd be close. I thought that if I got that poll just in front of a general audience, that, Black that Black Panther would not would not come close to the Guardian so that's me that's ignorance on my part I love Black Panther I think it deserves to be in in this like top 10 category I mean there's like there's there's very few movies I'll put above it right now in, in that top 10 where it is right now so I love Black Panther I just think that Guardians was such a pivotal movie for the MCU I, I did I, I was confident that I would win that snap so I lost you know fair as, as Tony Stark says in the first few minutes of this movie fair game I lost I lost so black panther stays ahead of guardians volume one at the sixth slot so a full updated ranking we have avengers infinity war at number one thor ragnarok at number two civil war at three spider-man homecoming at four guardians volume two at five black panther at six guardians of the galaxy at seven the avengers at eight age of ultron at nine winter soldier at ten Iron Man at 11, Iron Man 3 at 12, Ant-Man 13, Doctor Strange 14, Iron Man 2 15, last week's episode, Captain Marvel at 16, uh Captain America the First Avenger at 17, Ant-Man and the Wasp 18, Thor 19, Thor the Dark World 20, The Incredible Hulk 27. So that's our updated ranking here. So now what do we do with Avengers Endgame?
3: <sighs> we got to put it right
2: at two.
1: You're oh, Josiah was not happy with that. He just left. He He decided that might
2: throw Ragnarok.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So Joe just instantly leaves. Uh, We'll we'll get him back shortly. We'll get this thing ranked here. Man, it's uh, it's tough. It's tough. Joe couldn't handle the intensity. He says in the chat. I uh, you want so so JT, you
0: I I just went and threw up.
1: Yeah, I understand. JT, you would go right. You would go for sure right above Ragnarok.
2: Started at two,
1: Josiah. Where are you at with it? Do you think that you're you're rate right, you're above Ragnarok already? You want to go right for that two slot and talk about it there? Or?
0: Yeah. So for a starting point, first of all, again, I always think about this when we rank these. How crazy is it that we've got Thor Ragnarok and then the other two Thor movies just like bottom of the list? Like right. how usually they're they're kind of grouped a little. These two couldn't be or three couldn't be any further from each other. It's funny, hundred um, percent. Well a little bit further. I would start right at number two.
1: That's I mean like that that's 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 the answer, right? We think we're all the same place there. I was just
3: all right.
1: Okay. all right. So let's uh let's move the list around a little bit. We need we need to make some room. We need to get that there. at Man in the Wasp goes in the third column over there, drop everything else down. Oh man, I made Iron Man smaller. That's not what I wanted to do. Um Yeah, it's gonna be an interesting conversation. What do you what do you guys think? Where are you at with uh with the number one slot? I'll say so. this: just
0: talk talk about it before you reveal your answer a
2: little bit. Let it stew. J.
0: I'm trying J.
1: to, yeah.
2: So, I mean, we've been on this pod for almost two and a half hours, right? And
1: two hours, eleven minutes. I
2: I just can't remember what I'm the only. I gave one negative thing about this entire movie, right? I don't think we had any with Infinity War. Maybe I don't. I can't recall. Same,
1: yeah. It seems like a very similar and conversation. So
2: many good things to say about this. I mean, it 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 sounds like it almost changed our lives. How good this movie was, right? I mean, Joe, you have your best cinematic moment of all time in here.
3: Mm-hmm. It's number one.
1: The so JC, JT, uh, JT's got a clear answer on the number one front. Number one. Go talk me through it.
0: So we talked about earlier in the day in our group chat taking ourselves out of the theater element, because a lot of times that can really enhance your excitement, right? For better or worse. So we're trying to really say, all right, what movie would you like better? If you remove the hundred screaming fans that are sitting with you in the theater, they go, maybe that some of that will be with uh Spider-Man, no way home. Some other movies recently. I think about this movie and like both infinity war and Endgame really mush together to be one unbelievable cinematic experience box office quality fan service, wrapping it up, starting a new, we're closing out phase three. We're going into phase four. I won't be mad no matter where this goes. Cause again, it's kind of like almost one movie to me because they're so similar and yet they're so different.
1: Yeah. I, I'm on the same page there. I'm not mad either way. I have an answer, but I'm not mad either way.
0: Again, like I, talk to me tomorrow, but right now, I'm leaving it in the number two spot.
1: Joe, you're leaving it too. JT, you already said that you put it one, right? Why is it always coming down to me? I The last couple of weeks is <laughs> coming down this. to me. me yeah.
2: i say this. So, yes. But if you guys recall, and Joe, I think you called this to Tim and John when you went to watch No Way Home. You said, I would say No Way Home was the best of all time. But as I said earlier, no movie makes me as hyped at home as it did in the theater as this movie. No movie has me react or cry or laugh or anything as much as this movie does at home. So speaking strictly off of review, none of these movies impact me at home more than this movie does. It's
0: a great point. That's and a that's really great put, point. That's
2: why in my opinion to put that one. But as you said, I can go watch infinity war and say, shit, that's damn near the same thing. I mean, so I get what you're saying, Joe, a hundred percent. Yeah. Strictly, how many times I've watched this personally? I, 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 it's one. It's one. So it, it's one. Last thought for me before John reveals his JT. I agree
0: with all of that, like all <laughs> of it. So, like, you could talk me into it right now. Moving it up to number one. The reason I leave Infinity War where it is. Obviously, we don't have Endgame without Infinity War. You can make that argument for a lot of movies here and the, on the list. Uh. <sighs> Infinity War is Empire Strikes Back to me as a huge 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 Star Wars fan. It's just the the intensity, the way it's set up, the cliffhanger. Are you kidding me? No movie that or franchise that I've ever been a part of that I've loved so much has had a cliffhanger like that. And I Thanos and Josh Brolin in that movie and then how everything is balanced from Iron Man's Arc to Caps Arc to Thor, they're all separate. The dark intensity as well as the pacing and the action, despite all the unbelievable emotional threads that are tied up in Endgame, has me leaving it as one A to one B. But again, talk to me tomorrow. And maybe I say, you know what, JT? I got you. Endgame's number you know, one. This is, I'm gonna leave a little it for
2: Joe. Uh, yeah. You know, because, uh, you know, Thor Ragnarok, you're such a fan of Hemsworth and, and Thor as a whole from Ragnarok. You've got Infinity War, which is a, another Thor centric movie, right? As we mentioned. And then you've got, uh, you, you know, you said that Thor was your favorite moment or one of your favorite yeah. parts, right? Of the Venn game. So you, you got a lot of Thornness going on there.
1: <laughs> right. Uh, for, for, good yeah, no, for, good, for good reason.
3: Yeah. After Ragnarok. Good reason. I, sure. I yeah. mean,
1: it's almost like they figured out the entire MCU had all of that to you know to to go on all of that content and they, and they redeveloped a character around what they know we love. And of course that's gonna be the dopest character. They took, you know, they had years of years of information. Um God, hit me. Yeah, so I uh I thought I thought this may have been the first time I budged on this stance because we, we had a we had a pretty glowing conversation and my uh my my rewatch yesterday was pretty intense. It it, it just reinforced how how perfect of a movie I think Avengers Endgame is. Um it, it, there it it, it, it did something. It did the impossible, right? Like, it, like I said at the top of the show, I, I thought there there was a zero percent chance this movie was going to be bad. I'd have to worry about that, but I also thought there was a close to zero percent chance that this movie was going to hit the way it did and, and to perfectly wrap up, uh, you know, a decade of story threads. That being said, I uh, I, I still do like Infinity War better. I think I, again, this is this is I'm, I'm throwing objectivity out the window. I'm not saying it's a better movie. I cannot tell you that. I can't. I sat here for two hours and 17 minutes and told you how perfect Avengers Endgame is. But for everything I said about Avengers Endgame, it's also true about Infinity War. So it comes down to which one do I like better at that point. And I like Infinity War better. I feel like Infinity War is paced better. It's a movie that is absolutely stuffed. Avengers Endgame is paced great, if not perfectly as well. But there, there's just, there's, there's, there's less going on right in, in, in infinity war there's just so much going on it's just it's just always candy for my eyes and candy for my brain it's all it's just there's so much it's all these characters that i've been following for a decade i keep saying that but it's true right i've been following these characters since iron man one they've built up all these mini little climaxes and now i get to see them all in the same movie i get to see iron man and cap the Guardians of the Galaxy get introduced in such a fun way. I get to see them interact with Thor and Rocket Raccoon and Thor. Such, such an awesome combo. I get to see them come back to Earth and have that moment. Groot snaps his arm off to make, you know, Thor's new hammer. Like all of these things I never thought would, would mesh together happen in Infinity War. Um, and to me, that's the true celebration of the MCU is to, is to, to be told a story with all of these characters on screen. And again, it's so freaking close. Josiah said it. It's one A and it's one B. It, it re- really is. These movies are. It's a part one and a part two. And if you haven't done it before, sit down and watch them back to back because it's freaking awesome, man. It's six hours of your life you'll never get back. That's for sure. But it is. It worth is it. so so worth it. It's so much fun. I, I did it. I did it a few months ago. I spent a Sunday where I'm just like, I got nothing to do. I'm watching both these movies back to back, and it's quite the experience. Um, yeah, it's just it's just something that I can't. Endgame is is close to perfect. Infinity War is close to perfect. I just like Infinity War better for the reasons I just said. I can't, you know, that's what it is.
3: It's it's the
0: chicken and the egg, which came first. So it's like Infinity War was also, by the way, a seemingly impossible task to bring all of 10 years worth or nine years at that time of stories interwoven and to dedicate that much time to all those characters and to not just have them appear, but to have them appear at such a level that was just... We've never seen anything like it before with such balance there. To and then you, you could argue they had to do it again with Endgame in a different light. It's crazy. Like I, I'm not don't tell me on either argument for sure. I thought I, about I'm Infinity not, War. I'm not man. I'm not thought, man, Oh, sorry. Last thought for me. I I not I'm talking a lot here. I thought about Infinity War every single day until Endgame. That was about a year. I've never had a movie had an impact on me like that. Maybe growing up, the Star Wars prequels hit me in that way that I was growing up with. But this was like, I couldn't stop thinking about it. When I went to stores, when I'd be walking around the block, walking my dog, I was thinking about Thanos. I was thinking about how are they going to bring everybody back? Who's really dead? Is it this theory? Is it that? I thought about Infinity War every day for a year. And that's it's why it it's so
1: difficult. It it, it like you, you you put it in a, a perfect terms they feet they're 1A and 1B and to me they really are one experience. Like they really are just part one and part two of a movie. So it's like it's just like I don't know, it's like you hand me my favorite candy bar, a butterfinger, you snap it in half and tell me which one ask me which what which, which half I like better. That's kind of where I'm at with this, but like, you know, maybe one was a little bigger so I had to I, I got to choose something. I got to give you an answer.
2: I'm I'm not bad.
1: Right? I'm, How could you be?
2: You're right. You're both of uh, but at the same time,
1: yeah, I'm snapping, a, it because,
2: I, and I'm only snapping it because I want to see what the community thinks. I'm not, I'm genuinely, I'm not. Listen, we're going I'm snapping this. I'm telling you guys right now, I'm, it's, it's for it. science. It's for science. It, 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 it's literally for science. I, I love it, dude. See, I love it. it. It's a community snap. I'm, I'm saying it clear. I'm, we're going to strictly put the poll on no, no, uh, outreach in, in Twitter world. Like we are going to see what the community thinks, and I, we, I, we I want to.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, well, reach
2: for us, right. Man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Seriously, like I, Mag and Hockey, go, go and vote. Go and vote on twittercom slash the Geekiverse so sometime, hopefully in the morning tomorrow, and let's see where the poll goes.
1: JT, we'll, I love we'll, that, we'll dude. Hashtags, right? That's that's brilliant. See. That that's like put you know,
2: it perfectly because i'm not mad i really like honestly I, i'm gonna watch infinity war tomorrow and i'm gonna text you guys and say you're right
1: a whatever right exactly who cares okay. we're, we're, we're both in the same boat that like these these both of these movies are 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 close to perfect as you know as perfect as a superhero movie can be and i love that approach it's like hey we, we don't really care let's let the community decide like let's let, let let's let them decide like these are two this these are one a one b to us let's throw this up there let's see where it lands i freaking love that dude I just, just
2: let it be, man, and if and it stays, it stays, and I'm happy with it. And jo- those two probably will stay up top for Josiah.
1: Us. I have a proposition for you. I have a proposition, Joe. Let's not charge John for a snap for this. Let's just do this for fun. Like it, it will. Really? It, it, I, think I was going
0: to say this is his. Just- this is his fifth and final snap. <laughs> <laughs> this
1: is this is his fourth of 3 and one was our fault because we had the rankings wrong. But no to be honest, I think that's a great idea. I say as long as you, as long as you have if I have your blessing, I think we just we just let this be decided that way because that's a really that's that's really cool.
2: See, like personally, realistically, I I don't care who wins for one and I probably think if anywhere's is going to win. Like I'm, I'm not, but but let's see. Let's see. I really I, I don't I don't agree I, with it.
3: It I don't feels like so it, good.
0: But I respect it.
1: All right, then no. If you don't agree with it, we're not. J- JT, that's your last snap. <laughs> I,
0: was, I, was, I, was, I was like paraphrasing Lando Calrissian from... I, Solo. I it. Yeah, Go, go, go ahead. I'm, I think that's a good I'm idea, right? I'm fine with it.
1: It's a community snap. We all think that's a fun idea. We're going we're to we're come together. We're going to use a... This is a gauntlet... I'm sorry. This is an iron gauntlet snap. This is not so a an infinity just, gauntlet oh, snap. This okay, is an okay. iron gauntlet okay. snap.
2: Oh, I love it!
1: Yeah, I, I just, I, I
2: just uh, curious, and, and, and honestly, I just, I don't, I don't know, because we're so half and half with this. Like, what if it ties? Like, my money's, my money's doing. on
1: Endgame. My money, my money is that the 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 people will think Endgame is the winner, and I'm totally cool with that. You know, it's this we we've got a lot of people who love watching the show, and they've got their input. And again, this is not one that I'm gonna gonna lose any sleep over i just i'm here to give my opinion and that's you know it's freaking close man it's freaking close let's let's let the people decide so we'll put that poll up and Mac, right another another good idea by uh i think it was jmac let's have the poll go for a week i don't care we usually do three days let it, let it run till next episode let's 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 figure out what the people want here for sure let's do it let's do it
0: yeah uh good
2: idea J- Thank Mac you put it. let me use my 90th snap i appreciate it <laughs>
0: JT is the guy who got three wishes and was allowed to wish for a hundred wishes. JVX <laughs> uh, says, uh, Infinity War is rewatch- is more rewatchable, so to speak. An end game, you have to be emotionally ready. I think that's the best way to describe it in a very, sentence. Very good. Yeah.
1: Very good. I love it.
0: So there you have it, people. We don't have a new number one. We, I ju- I we don't. Yeah, game, you're right, you're We right. might. We might. Up uh, to y'all. You next, next episode, guys.
1: Go to Bad Twitter.
0: To we're talking far from home. We're, we're not quite to no way home yet, but we're going to get there. MCU reviewed is reignited. What a great discussion it was tonight. Full of emotion. We're talking about how we teared up, how we had chills, goosebumps, John cried on the show. It was a beautiful, beautiful thing. We want to hear from you. Get involved with us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, youtube.com slash the Geekiverse, watch all our shows there. Listen on podcast services around the globe, wherever you listen to podcasts. And of course, tune in live. We stream every show live at twitch.tv slash thegeekiverse. Fellas, let's wrap things up. Tell our viewers where we can check out more good geeky content. John we'll pass it over to you first
1: yeah you just brought it up but twitch twitch has been so much freaking fun lately so you're you're listening to this podcast on youtube you're listening on on podcast services you might hear us reference the chat jmax hanging out we've got hockey man cb77 we have people hanging out in chat it's a, it's been a very fun environment we try to still make it you know a show that goes up nicely and cleanly on, on podcasts and that's that's still been the case but twitch has been a lot of fun for us and we we just hit affiliate which means that you can you can hop over to our channel and you can support us with a with a sub you can even support us with a twitch prime sub that's not your money that's Amazon's money. Take it back. Take it back. Jeff Bezos doesn't need it. Take that money back. Give it to us. We need it. So hit us up with a Twitch Prime sub. That's, that's, uh, we're super proud to, to, to have hit that milestone uh, relatively quickly, but we're having tons of fun on Twitch. We're, we're every time we record a show, it's live on Twitch. We're just, we're just chilling there. And we've been playing a lot of games too. So I, I've been playing the new season of Fortnite. Uh, Tim and I have both been playing a game called Tunic. It's a, it's fun. Check us out on twitch.tv slash the Geekiverse.
0: Yeah. It, the Geekiverse is one of the, the most fun things I've been a part of in my lifetime. And that's not uh, an exaggeration. But I gotta say, being live every time we do this with just the everyone that we have tune in and get involved in the chat every time that we, we go live on Twitch, it makes it that much more fun. So thank you for helping us to form the foundation for what is hopefully uh, a longstanding community here for the Geekiverse. JT, it's good to have you, oh, John. You got one more
1: thought. I do have one more thought. For the record, Josiah texted me seven minutes ago and said, "JT is totally going to use a snap. Watch." <laughs> I was trying to figure out why J why Josiah was giving me eyes. I was trying to figure out what the what it was. My phone's on do not disturb while we do podcasts. so I didn't see it. Yeah, that, that's great. That's J- Josiah called <laughs> it. <laughs>
0: JT gave no inclination but you man.
2: Was, to be fair, how many
0: episodes has JT been on? Like like ten. He uses one every other time. So it was pretty damn close, but I had a good <laughs> inkling. Uh JT, first of all, really good to have you back, man. Missed you have missed having you on the show. I know, you know, life is busy with moving and whatnot, but yeah. great to have you on the show. Second of all, what can you plug for the Geekiverse and where people can find you if they want to interact?
2: Uh, don't worry about me, man. Like John said, go, go to twitch.com slash the uh, Geekiverse and head over to the youtube.com uh, slash the Geekiverse. Honestly, it, it, it's, it's just really cool to see that people will comment in the chat or make a comment on the YouTube page or the views rack up on any of these podcasts or the listens. Um, one person means a lot. 50 means even more right like it's just we we really appreciate for, you know everybody ch- uh tuning in and and uh making this fun man it's fun but this is what we do all the time we text about this stuff all the time we argue about my snaps all the time <laughs> and uh we're able to just put it in front of you guys and and have a great time with you too so we appreciate all of you and and we love you guys
0: it uh it got ugly at times in the group chat, which made it all the more fun. So thanks uh thanks to the Geekiverse Bros here for getting that going. Um yeah, everything JC said there. you can find me on social media. I am at I am Brosaya. Thanks to Hockey Man, thanks to JMAC in the chat. Also some of our moderators, Tank Newton, Courtney Fick. We appreciate you guys. Um gotta get rid of that crazy new subscriber that we had tonight. Um I don't trust them <laughs> with a the thirty nine and a half foot pole. So um Yeah, lots of great stuff going on at the Geekiverse. If you like video games, check out our all-video game show, Busy Sticks, which premieres weekly. You can watch it live or listen to it on podcast services or watch it back at youtube.com slash Geekiverse. Lots of good MCU stuff coming. We thought we were about at the end of the road when we started this two years ago, but we've got a lot more movies and MCU Disney Plus series to get to. If you like this, if you like Star Wars, check out later this week. We're going live and we're talking about Star Wars Episode 7, The Force Awakens. Can't wait to talk about it. Talk about crying. That's going to be me on that episode. For me, for John, for JT. Thanks so much for tuning in. Have a wonderful night. We'll catch you later this week at twitch.tv slash thegeekiverse.